0: Welcome to the More Than Fitness Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another amazing episode of the More Than Fitness Podcast. And we have a very special guest today. And what's, what's even better is that this is our second take at doing this podcast because we attempted to do this podcast last night and we were so excited and we got a little bit too drunk. We overshot a little bit. We and that's okay. We overshot. That's that's a good because there's a threshold, right? Whenever you do these podcasts, you wanna you wanna relax and maybe have a couple of drinks, maybe like one to two tops. Right. And that's gonna put you in that nice little zone. Anybody who's had a little bit of liquid courage, had a little bit of a buzz, you understand what I'm talking about. You just feel a little bit more loosey-goosey, the conversation flows a little bit better. Right. However, I mean, when you get past that threshold. Then sh- you you start to sound like a moron and you think that things sound way cooler than they actually do. So, right. And I actually haven't got a chance to listen to it last night. I don't know if you've listened to a little any bit. of it a little bit. It's interesting. But,
1: uh,. I have, a, I have a good feeling that we might have talked a lot in circles. Um, I might have said the same thing over and over again without realizing. But, you know, like you said, that's kind of part of it. Everybody will tell you, you know, hey, take a couple of drinks or maybe a shot or something before you give like a presentation or a yes. big speech because it does help calm that nerves. But that's a very tight window. Very and tight. And it's, it's kind of like hitting a field goal, you know. Yeah. And you can, you can miss it by a mile.
0: And I'm not saying that we missed it by a mile last night, but No, it was, we overshot. it was it was slightly wide right. You know what I'm saying? Just like we 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 missed though. I double I, doink. I and I and I blame I blame myself. But but anyway, I've got a I I aii have got a very special guest today. It's it's uh one of my very best and dearest friends, Austin Hurley, who is allowing me to to stay at his house right now, stay at his apartment you here in Lexington, me. Kentucky. Um and so yeah, Austin, how uh how are you doing, my dude? Austin. It's so so. First off, I call him Hurley. His first name's Austin. It was gonna, weird. Not I'm, gonna lie. I kind of looked at you there. It's just it's just kind of whenever you yeah yeah. But, um, but Hurley, yeah, I'm, yeah, how are you doing,
1: bro? I'm doing good. Um, it's obviously been a year um, for everybody, I'm sure. But overall, I'm doing well, man. I mean, things are kind of picking back up to get a little bit closer to normalcy, right? As you know the last couple months have been. So. Um, other than that, if like you take away the whole COVID thing, you know, like that whole topic that uh-huh. that's whole everybody talks about. Yeah, um, everything's been going really well. You know, I'm healthy, family's healthy, friends are healthy. I'm you're glad you're in. St- you're stoked. I'm I here. mean, I'm stoked you're here, dude. I love it when people come stay with me. It's, you know, it, it makes it makes me uh, makes me super thrilled. But um, but yeah, I'm doing great. Um, how about you, man? I mean, you're a big New York guy. I'm.
0: I'm how does doing- it
1: feel to leave the best state
0: in the world to go to the not? Best state in the world. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm just, I, I really am stoked to be here. And so at the time of, of recording this, because I also have to remember that some people are going to listen to this like a year from now. And so they're not going to be up to date with me, like putting stuff on my Instagram stories and following along. Uh, so just as a, as a quick overview, I have been in, as the time of recording this, I've been in New York City for about three months now. And then uh, I am now visiting back to Kentucky for the first time because our other very best friend Chris Pritchard is getting married. Next week, which is he's the first friend, one of the first, uh, he is the first friend of our friend group to to tie the knot, right? Because I think we were talking about the other day. I was like, dude, you know, I feel like everybody
1: is always going to weddings, and I'm never invited to weddings. <laughs> and I started of thinking, you know, I was like, I don't know if it's just me, or I don't know anybody getting married. And you know, obviously, I'm looking at my fridge right now, and I've got a couple wedding invitations. So I just think it's that time. You know, we're 25, you're 26, mm-hmm. I'm about to be 26. So we're kind of starting to see that, and it it is awesome. That one of our best friends is getting married, and yeah. it's in seven days.
0: Right, and and so you 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 went from not getting invited to any weddings, and then now except uh, my dad's wedding. Mine, so, thanks, Dad. <laughs> mine and mine and Hurley, uh, or me and Hurley, actually have the the honor of being co best men in Pritchard's wedding. Uh, I'm actually the main best man, and then. Yeah, I, I knew that was coming. I was hoping to get that off first, but I could tell. I was, I'll let you have that one. You know what's funny is uh, in last night's podcast, you were the one actually. Oh, did I? You See? said that first. You were like, "I'm actually the best man," and uh, Matt is the uh, other co-best man. The other co, yeah. yeah.
1: Pritchard felt terrible, and he was like, "Dude, I don't know what to do." I was like, "Well, just ask him. I'll, it's okay. I'll, I'll share it. It's yeah. fine. It's not a big deal." Right. But yeah, I mean, speaking of that, are you, are you planning on giving a speech?
0: I, if if I'm allowed to, I
1: guess. mean. I brought it up and he was just like, you know, I mean, I, I guess so. I mean, I would like you guys too. Yeah. I've, I've never done this. So yeah, I would be thrilled to give a speech. That I truly like I I'd something I would enjoy, but
0: yeah, yes. I mean, you know, I, I think, I think it would be great too. I think we would, we're, I think we're both going to do it and we're definitely going to be better than the maids of honor. That is a hundred percent sure. We will blow them out of the water. Yeah. Uh, They're going to
1: sound like us last night and we're going to sound like us today. <laughs> That's a good comparison.
0: Actually, that is a good comparison. Um, but but yeah no I you know what I've thought about with my biggest fear with uh, a wedding speech or like a best man speech or something is trying to tell a joke in the beginning and it just falls flat completely and then you're just like <laughs> I mean I, I mean I'm honest, I've I've thought of a couple that I could say but I thought it you got to really hit it man here's the th- you because gotta, we've you, got people you've got to be you've got to be sure it hits
1: and we've um so. Pritchard or Chris, you know, we call him Pritch because it's a big like last name thing. I don't know yeah. if that's universal. It's or a, just, dude.
0: Other friend groups definitely do that. I feel right. like males especially,
1: right? Um, so, all of the um, guys in his wedding are guys that we've been friends with since elementary school. Forever. I mean, we, we all went to high school together. We all still hang out on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, and us guys can be a little tough on each other. So you know, if we try to land a joke and old Randy down the line hears it and it doesn't hit boo dude he's gonna boo he, the hell out of he us he will
0: boo you in the, I think and even if, if it was funny a, he will get a huge laugh
1: oh he will get a laugh but <laughs> yeah. we wouldn't and he and he's kind of waiting on that moment even if it was funny I still think he would try
0: to he's boo like us a, he's like a little he's like the a little whatever the spiders that like hide the trapdoor <laughs> spiders and then all of a sudden whenever he sees his moment to strike he's gonna he's gonna come in oh there he's some, waiting for it he's witty he's one of our wittiest friends that we have he's he's he is the know, witty boy bunny on he's, xbox he, too so it works the, out the great. witty bunny he's, he's not the he's not the sharpest tool in the toolbox witty but he is an amazing guy and he's super witty and ramey you know i because i know he's gonna be listening you know i love you dude yeah um mainly to check that we don't say anything bad about him yeah but we're definitely going to talk so, about so but him later. yeah so
1: about the way i think it's um i'm i'm not like i don't have any like fears about the speech because to be honest m- my you know 60-second toast is the least important thing that's going to happen that oh, day. Oh, yeah. the abs- I mean, it's the bottom of the totem pole. Right. Which is good. But at the same time, and he asked me, he was like, are you going to write anything down? And I was like, dude, no. <laughs> like, I don't do that. I'm not writing anything down because hopefully, and I'm glad we got to open up about last night, hopefully I hit that window of liquid courage
0: and I don't overshoot because then I might give a shitty speech. Uh, dude, you'll you you do know. fine. This is one of the main reasons that why I wanted to have you on the podcast was because... It's a very, you're, you're a, you're a very natural, uh, conversator if that's even, even, even a word, but yeah, I, I think that talking is, is one of the things that come very easily to you. It's why it makes sense that you're into sales and and we'll, we'll get, we'll get into, into that because I do want to give people just a quick brief rundown of who they're actually listening to in the first place besides just kind of like my best friend. So like, let's kind of, we'll run through it quick, but just when did we, when did we first like kind of become friends?
1: Um, I would say we we'll probably first met in 2008, and uh, I'm really worth the date. So I was going to say Hurley's
0: good. He said, I think it was around uh, you know February 23rd, 2008, at and 6 p.m. I, I could tell <laughs> you. So
1: the very first day or week that we hung out or whatever was April of 2009 because that was my freshman year of college. And you guys, so most of um, our friend group is older than me. I'm a year younger, um, but I'm still the big brother, so it, it's kind of weird how that works out. <laughs> yeah. But we um, – we had known each other in the middle school, which is like 2007, seven, eight um, mm-hmm. range, and then I remember the spring break of 2009, which was April, because high school spring break is you know mm-hmm. different, and uh, we hung out. We all went over to Richard's house, which is a friend that of ours that's been on the show here He's before. He's been on
0: the podcast before. If you go back and listen to it, it was called Three Glasses of Wine, Two Best Friends, One Conversation. Uh, I didn't know you named it that. Yeah, that's what I named it. Hmm. I just thought of it. I was like, "That sounds pretty cool." That's great. Isn't that great. Uh, I'll, better, don't worry. I'll, this one better be better. I'll figure out a. Cr- um, this would. This one would have been like thirteen glasses of bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually pretty good. This a, would have been thirteen a couple, glasses. A couple of other bourbon. things going on, and then we yeah, just just shenanigans. That's just a hodgepodge right. of nonsense. That's right. What it should so, be.
1: Oh. <laughs> thirteen. That's that's pretty good. Um. But yeah. So, two thousand nine in April was when we first we first kind of originated. Um, people are going to get a kick out of this that do know it, the crew, yes. which is basically um, 15 dudes that we all grew up with and hung out with. And
0: This was our best friend group. We had a click name, basically. We made shirts. We, we, we had a click name. I'm just going to
1: say it because we did no have, one can make fun of me till after this comes out. And half the time, people that would make fun of us were in the damn crew, so matter. Do you remember, so, remember, the, matter.
0: remember the shirts they had? So it was the crew. It was like one word going down the back of the, the T-shirt. And then what we did was we had our last name. And wherever somebody's last name fell in line, like all the names were horizontal of the people mm-hmm, on the crew, right. but each letter of the crew was in the middle of someone's last name. So it was just it's looking thinking back on. We're just asking it, people to roast us. What right? the hell were we
1: thinking? <laughs> right? But
0: it, it was it, it was a legitimate. Thing. I mean, but yeah, but it just I think what it does is it goes to show um, one how stupid you can be when you're younger, and then two, just like how how good of friends we really were, and we've still. Stayed that good of friends to this day. Many of the people that were in the crew, we still hang out with. We'll still hang out with tonight. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. We'll see you in a couple hours. Yeah, right. And
1: we've been seeing them every weekend. And you know, obviously, the group got a lot smaller after college and stuff. It and just happened. That's fine. But you know, it originally kind of started that month, April 2009, is when I met you guys all kind of officially. We knew of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some same classes together, Latin things yeah, like that. Had lunch um, together. And had things. lunch together. So with that, it was. We kind of met there. We played. Uh, we played on Richard's mini court, you know, at the rim. Um, we went up slam the, ball, slam ball. We went up to the track right after yeah. to throw ultimate frisbee, and then we went to your house after to play basketball at night again. And that was when uh, one of our, our good buddies, Josh Robinette, like I don't know if you broke, he did something to his pinky, yeah, um, up in the net with the rim or something, yeah. And that was that was the first night I'd stayed over there, and like ten of us stayed the night at your house. Right. It was the first Friday of spring break.
0: Oh, I remember.
1: Um, looking back on it that evening of basketball frisbee and basketball i if you ever invited me to do that again i'd probably say I'll just meet you calories, calories for dinner think how many
0: calories we burned back then? now it's like <laughs> Do you want to go grab you want to go grab some bourbon and food like let's go to let's go out to eat that sounds way better hey, than let's play basketball frisbee and basketball let's get completely hammered into a bad podcast <laughs> <laughs> right? let's uh, go talk to circles for two hours and then wake up five hours no, no. later okay but no but, but so my my real quick just to give people my backyard at my parents house is like the dream backyard it's the shit for, I mean for now you know, having to brag too hard it's for young it's kids because you have you have a Big slab of concrete where we could play like half court basketball, and I had a gorilla basketball goal. Um, and so we would just play slam, slam ball. We would just put the rim on like eight foot, and then we would just go to town. We'd have like whatever three on three or or four on four or something like that. Um, and then I also have a big in ground pool uh, in the in the back, and so it's just it's a nice little paradise for for us. Right, and that, that was a lot you know, of good That was memories. my
1: first experience to like come over and hang out. So I was like, you know, I'm a year younger, I'm still a freshman, so I'm just like, dude all right, these guys
0: are pretty cool. How great is that when you get to hang out with the older people? Because right. my brother is three years older than me. Right. I, I'd always want to hang out with them because right. I thought they were so cool. And it kind of it's kind of weird to this day.
1: A majority of the people that I'm close with are all at least a year older than me. For and sure. I think that that is, dude, I'm real big on that. Like asking people for their advice. You always have to take it. But, um, dude, it's like if they've been through it before, it doesn't help to have. Um, or it doesn't
0: hurt to have. Yeah. Have
1: a perspective. Right to that is detached from emotion which are whatever i'm going through mm-hmm. so like i would look up to you guys and get a lot of advice because you guys aren't you know and you could do that with anybody but um so yeah it, it was so cool for me because i'm still this freshman you know and i'm here with you guys and like i said man that was back in 2009 and then you know i graduated. you graduated 2012 high school mm-hmm. i graduated 13 mm-hmm. And, um, obviously, you know, we still have a bunch of buddies that we'll see in a couple hours and migrate, um, like Tristan yeah. East step, um, and people like that, that we'll see later today that we still hang mm-hmm. out with. So they're not all older, but you know, right. um, and overall, like, I knew that I wanted to come down here because I used to live here in Scott County, right? So Lexington. In, so in
0: in Lexington. So we we all went to the same high school in in Ashland, Kentucky, and then uh, we yeah, like Hurley said, we started hanging out, and then throughout entire high school, we became. Better friends after that one night of playing slam ball. Yeah, because I mean, um, from there it's just it, we, yeah, we yeah. just we we became really good friends after that, and then we were really good friends throughout all of. I don't high think school. I left your house that entire spring break in two thousand nine. No, it like, was... like all of us were there. Like, the you know, it, was just,
1: it was it was the
0: spot. So just from there, like we all just finished out high school, and and then but the thing is, to to some of our friends went to like Morehead, Kentucky, which is a is a local school, probably about an hour away, and then the re- some of the the rest of us went to the University of Kentucky which is about two hours away uh, from Ashland. And then, yeah, that's kind of where... So I, I graduated
1: in 2013, and I didn't go to UK or Moorhead initially. I did the BCTC route, which right. is a technical school. Right, right, right. And you know, if anybody has ever thought about doing that route or considering it or however, that was definitely the route to go. Was I pumped about it at first? No, but it wasn't on my dime. so I didn't really have a choice. And luckily, my mom... Is like 99.99% accurate on like everything she tells me. It's Getting weird. Getting advice from the older yeah, yeah. people. It's weird. It works. And um, sometimes she, um, and that's not to say you, know, you take every bit of advice, but yeah. it, it's helpful. And um, so she wanted me to do that so I could kind of be a dumbass at a cheaper location. No, really though? You know what's
0: that's the biggest perk of going to community college, your first like two years. Right. Because one, you're taking a bunch of core classes that you don't even need to pay extra to go to a bigger university in the first place. And especially if you're still kind of dicking around or whatever, then community college makes Which I was definitely dicking around. So It, it
1: worked it worked out great. And it was kind of those things I didn't like a lot of things, you know, with her and all the advice she's given me, I didn't understand it at the time. And I was like, I didn't like it. It was, it just wasn't, you know, where I wanted to be. You didn't really have many friends to make there. I mean, you've got, it's just not the college experience you're looking for. But guess what? I messed up my first year because I didn't think I had to go to class because I didn't, there's a first time not having to do that. So guess what? She was right. And I messed up. Uh, I think I I ended up finishing college with four and a half years. I went one extra semester, Right. I you know, and looking back on it, if it was free, I would still go to college <laughs> because that shit was You'll be a six-year senior baller man that shit was just the best times ever but um you know especially i think going to uk i mean that's a major university and i mean with the basketball the horse racing oh, the things we had, that we have here have had a great i mean great dude it's time. you know it's legit so um that was about 2013 to about 15 is when i went to bctc and then i transferred over to uk and finished out my degree um at uk so during those years of college we actually lived together all four
0: years yeah we you were the you were the only roommate that i consistently had at every single place that i went to right you know what i'm saying like, right, no, like right, yeah. i always lived with a a a conglomerate of different people but mm-hmm. you were the one variable that was always constant right that's what i'm
1: saying like we always well, lived we were together. we were kind of always on the same page like living wise too as in you know we like our space, our peace, like yeah. convenience, being mm-hmm. able to go and do what you want as you please. Cool.
0: But and our, our other friends, they can just be complete morons, and, <laughs> right? And yeah, just, and just just but they're, they're hooligans. <laughs> they're great as well. They're doing they do other shit and that's fine. Um, but yeah, no, we we always ended and ended it just kind of worked
1: out too. I mean, um, our, our parents are pretty close. Yes. You know, well, like our moms like, are pretty good we're friends. We're kind of like cousins. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. And like, a, <laughs> I say this because like by marriage, <laughs> right? What what is it like? The cousin of a cousin that got married yes, is your cousin of a cousin. There's some, yeah, there's some type so, of family
0: tree in there that me and Hurley That we made up, up. End up related. Yeah. Yeah. What, but it, right. we made it up for PR purposes. But <laughs> yes. So. It sounds cooler. On the it, it does
1: sound channels. a lot cooler. Yeah. My cousin. Best moved, friends, He moved to New York. Best like, friends, oh, wow. cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you want to say. It does work. But, um, so that was, you know, and obviously when I got to UK, um, I actually joined a fraternity, which mm-hmm. I'm sure you remember, because we were yep. that was uh, 2015 at the Wyatt, and ATO. Um, I was a little late. ATO, oh, yep, ATO, it was Shout ATO. Out. Shout out, ATO. Um, and it was I was a little late on that, obviously, because I know like, and that's kind of not frowned upon, but it's not ideal. You always want to go in as, you know, like younger so you get the full four years of experience. But oh, right. Dude, I mean, I would recommend it. You know, I don't know if anybody else is considering it or has done it or whatever. Um, I know there's a lot of opinions on the Greek life because it's not all, you know, sunshine and roses. There's obviously things that aren't very...
0: Dude, you treated it like a side chick though, which I think was a good idea very, because not, the, not to, to, to down Not to, not to, promote, not to promote side to, chicks. Not to demean women or anything, but that's kind <laughs> of what happened with... is with, like all the... Like some some Greek people, they really fun. Yeah, I you know mean it saying? was like
1: Greek life or die. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Early. Like Her- Her- if you're Her- Her not doesn't Greek,
0: any, dead. He didn't have any tattoos or anything. Right, yeah. You, an right. you know, my arm or nothing. You know, but, but no, you you treated it like your side chick. You were like, I'm gonna get the benefits. I'm gonna do what I want to do. Um, but also it's like this is not my life and my new identity, and and you didn't get too caught up in, Right. like I mean, some people can.
1: To be honest with you, I kind of looked at it as a business, like because I knew um, Anybody I reached out to for advice, which I just mentioned, I'm was i kind of big on that because I've gotten a lot of good direction from that, um, mainly because th- the people that I'm around are just great people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember when I was reaching out, a lot of people recommended it. And they're like, man, if you really want to build a network, like your network is your net worth. You want to build that, like that's a way to go. You can access so many people all over. I mean, not everybody that goes to the UK, believe it or not, is from here. You know, yeah. a lot of people are out of state. So when you do that, it, you just you just open up this channel.
0: Well it's better it's better to have it and not need it than than vice versa. Right. right. And
1: I'm coming in a little bit older. So in a way that actually kinda helped because I wasn't interested in partying. I was all I was about to be twenty-one, like two months that um that semester that I rushed and joined the fraternity. Right. So like I was a little bit older, you know, than most of the people in my pledge class. But at the end of the day, dude, the very first week that I got initiated to the fraternity, the very first week and this is no joke. I got an internship with the Lexington Legends for ticket sales. Oh, it was right. my very first internship. And the right. guy who was hiring was a damn ATO at UK years back. <sighs> That's crazy. I mean, what are the hell is the odds of that? You know what I mean? And so, the Legends are? The Lexington Legends. Okay, yeah. Should have explained we'll that a just tell bit. who they are. They are. Um, it's a minor league baseball team, obviously, here in Lexington. Right. Some cities have it. You know, I think it's the Farm League for um, the Kansas City Royals. Okay. Cool. So that is the um, that's the pro team that they get I right. guess, pulled up to, right, right. and I didn't really know too much about the whole. Because I mean, I'll be honest, like you know, college um, basketball, football to the pros, you kind of understand that process, dude. Baseball, like with Logan Salo, yeah. bro, I I, I just. It's hard because there's so many. There's like triple A, Single A, double right. A, and I and I'm just like, dude, I don't know what one of our, I don't know what A you're one in. One of
0: our good buddies that we went to went to high school with. Uh, yes, you graduated. I, with, I graduated I, with him. I, I played football with him, and yeah, you graduated with him. And he was he played on UK's baseball team, and then he was top tier athlete going up, up like to, up to the pros and things. And there was just so many other leagues that he had to like right. filter through first, and we didn't realize. Right. It. So I'm, when talking to him, but like, yeah, so that's kind of. But the opportunity was dope that you got to have right, with yes. the legends through ATF.
1: Right. And I, and it was in dude, it was kind of just mind blowing to me because I said, I wanted to do this with strict business intentions. Mm -hmm. I was a little older. I was looking to kind of wrap up the college career and start the professional career. So, and I just, everybody I talked to was like, I mean, if you're looking to build connections, you know, um, Mm -hmm. that's the way to go. And so I did it. And within like seven days, seriously, I got that internship Right, and I didn't get it because of that, but that didn't hurt. No, you know, the fact not. that the hiring yeah. manager always like, you're an at you know, whatever. And um, it worked out great and, literally, you know, since then I use it as an opportunity and I still talk to some of those guys. Right. And you just never know. I mean, yeah. I, I may not have, that might've been one of a couple experiences that I had, but with, I still talk to some of those guys now, just if it's on Instagram or whatever, yeah, of course, you never know what those connections may bring down the road. No, absolutely. You never know.
0: I, it's, it's, it's what's happened with my business a lot where uh, I've, I told that the one thing that I would tell kids in elementary school or high school or whatever, I would be like, you need to be nice to everyone because you never know whenever you're... uh, So like for me running a business, there's so many people from high school that I was just... I I wasn't mean to, like I I maybe said something nice to them, but like I barely knew them, like band kids or something, you know what I'm saying? That I just didn't know as well. Um, (laughs) Like maybe. Right, (laughs) right. But just just other, other people that I connected with maybe once or twice, but then they followed with me and then they became... Paying clients of mine, you know what I'm saying? Like, Dude. just because I wasn't a complete dick to them in high school, right? Because, like, they then they knew. Okay, I, I'm wanting to get my. I'm wanting to get in shape. I know Matt, who I went to high school with. Like, I know him better than anybody else. I'm going to hire on the internet. So it's like, why not go to him? So, so what I'm saying is just like with with ato and think that again it's a lifelong it's better to have it and not need it right it's it's good to to be nice to those guys to to say what's up to make those connections um uh, because you never know i mean i was very
1: like you said i was very surface level i was like we were very i was very much acquainted to the guys there all great guys i mean seriously i thought oh greek life man i'm about to meet some some douchebags. You know what I mean? But there they, are those sometimes. They're of course everywhere. <laughs> and you don't and that's that's no matter where you go, man. Yeah, it don't I don't care what you're doing, you're gonna run into them. Absolutely. But the thing is, is with um ATO, I mean I was actually really impressed because a lot of Ashland guys that we went to high school with were in ATO. And that helped me and we got to and just dude, they, they were they were a great bunch of guys. Yeah. Um really were and I think kind of speaking the, with what what year was that? That was uh, 2015, fall. All right. So, and then from there, um, I finished out college, you know, did the whole ATO thing until, and I yeah. finished out college um, two years later at UK. Um, and that was fall of 2017, right. which is when uh, you and I, Lived, that was the last time we lived together, yes. which is what it's three years ago now. But, 2017. I mean, nice. well, if you think about it, we lived there till fall of 2018. technically. Right. so doesn't I mean, matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but if you <laughs> doesn't matter. Um, but if you think about it, we um, so that's been about two years, and that was when I graduated, and right then is when um, I was applying for my first job post college, right. and I wanted to hit the ground running because I, I just I didn't and nothing's wrong with it if you aren't or you don't, but It was something that was a goal of mine. You want to shoot for the stars. Shoot for the stars. And so I was applying for a couple of jobs. Um, I I ended up getting one more internship. For what? um, For medical device sales. But I was actually applying for a lot of things. So I was applying for sales jobs. Right. And your major was? My major was... it was communications, and I had a minor in business. Right. Okay. So, and they offer a program something like that. I mean, business comm. It's kind of tailored to sure. sales because I mean, sales is very vast, dude. You don't. I mean, you do sales. Yeah, of course. You just see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you don't know. I mean, there's a lot of sales in everything. Okay. And um, everybody kept saying sales, you know. And I was like, dude, I don't what. I, I don't what is that, you know? So it's very broad, yeah. So broad, and and if you always, the the number one thing is well, you don't. What are you going to school for? All business. Yeah. Good luck, kid. You, yeah. know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, I wanted to make sure the internship. I wanted to do stuff like that, so I knew the fraternity would help me. Ended up getting one more internship my last semester of college. is with a medical software company, um, so that helped. That was, you know, another little resume builder. Graduated college 2017, and then I started applying for jobs. I applied for a couple. Um, one was a Coca-Cola job. It was like a territory representative, an right. account manager, right. and then I applied for one other one, and that was with the company I'm with now, which is Applied Medical. Mm -hmm. So a little bit about that is that was an extensive interview process and they are a medical device company. So I know we've talked a little bit about it, but I don't, you know how much I've actually even dug into what it. What do they do? You. you
0: sell you s- so you sell devices to doctors surgeons. S-
1: yes. So basically in the most simple way I can put Let's it, They say elevator pitch. Our, yeah. our company, yeah. they manufacture and sell the products. So we make everything ourselves. We don't right. outsource. We manufacture and sell the products to a wide range of surgical specialties. GYN, colorectal, general, ENT, does ortho some doesn't matter. Um but like it's a it's a broad spectrum of medical devices so that that's a tough, that's a tough, you know, field to enter with, especially coming from me. I have zero science background, bro. Z- right. <laughs> zero. Right. Zero. And you had
0: to learn. I remember when you were taking the test to, to whatever test you had to take, but it was all about these medical devices and you had to go through all the anatomy and physiology and all these different things. Right. And I remember you, I think you would maybe ask me a few questions. You were looking you up stuff. Because you did have a lot of science. Right. Well, yeah, yeah because it was familiar with me. But right. But then, yeah, for you to be in a business of communications. Machine, I was reaching out to everybody I knew. Yeah. Right. Because, so
1: long, long, long story short, I ended up getting the job, obviously. Obviously, um, and then that's when I moved out to California for two months. So once we got the job, right? They hired sixteen people that just graduated college. It's a post grad program. It's called the FA program or whatever. Yeah. They all sixteen of us went out there. All came from different locations. No one was from the same location. All kids my age. Absolute blast, man! I had the most fun. I wish I had more fun out there because I was a little nervous. Because we're taking tests every Monday. We're doing sales training. We're—I mean—you're basically having a two-month-long interview. Where in California was? So we're at Rancho Santa Margarita. Oh. Awesome. AKA Laguna Beach. It's on Laguna Beach. Oh, okay. All right. There but that's what, that's, the, that's what it's called. So we call it RSM. Yeah. That's where our headquarters are. That's where our manufacturing is. And, you know, it's actually pretty impressive, man. Like the whole vertical integration thing uh-huh. to see a company in the United States that owns everything right. and they don't outsource anything. That was pretty eye opening for me. I'm yeah. coming out of college just trying to get a job, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of course. Like, I'm, I'm working. I'm, of course. I'm trying to get a job. Right. Um, and
0: so you enjoyed, you enjoyed California a lot. Dude,
1: it was awesome. Um, it really was. Now, I, like I said, I was studying my ass off, man. Like, because right. it was, it was basically. Well, you had to work and play, right? And it was, and you, you, you know, I mean, it's, it drew you out of the comfort zone because, dude, you're meeting kids you've never met before, and you're all kind of competing in a way—not technically, but right. you are. I mean, at least that's how I looked at it. Yeah, I'm not going to try to let someone out, you know, yeah. work me there, and you're going through a lot. I mean, you're out there for two months, you know, just boom. Hired out here, you're going to do all kinds of training. You know, it's, we're, in, um, we're in simulation labs, we're doing tests, we're doing role plays, surgeon conversations. So my role with Applied Medical, I guess I should elaborate a little bit, is sales. It's a medical device representative. So what I do currently is we're in the OR with surgeons when they're using our instruments Products, devices in whatever. the
0: operating room yes. with the surgeons. Yes.
1: Yeah. in the operating room.
0: It's a medical talk.
1: Yes, a <laughs> yeah. L- little bit of um, grade eight medical talk for you. <laughs> the O.R. Um, um, some people call it the surgical theater. Actually, overseas, surgical theater sounds way fucking That's cooler. Than way cooler,
0: operating yeah. room.
1: But I don't like feel like saying
0: that. Uh, excuse me, I just gotta head to the surgical theater. I gotta go to the
1: surgical There's theater. One second to get it. Done. No big deal though. <laughs> um, fuck off. <laughs>
0: hey, hey, man. Hey, fuck.
1: <laughs> what do you do? I work in the surgical theater. <laughs> Yeah, this guy sucks. Let's get out of here. Okay. You know what I'm saying? All right, cool. but so that's like my role with the company, and we all had to go out there for so 6 a.m. We went out there, da da. We did the two week training, and then we all dispersed to different locations. And Good you verb. could put in a recommendation. Dispersed. Good verb. Psst. Sorry, Psst. Psst. you could put in and a recommendation. We put in our recommendation of where we would like to be placed, and um. In the so like in the US. In the entire U.S., US right? It was just US, I believe. But we also have another headquarters over in Amsterfoot, which is right outside of Amsterdam.
0: Amsterfoot? Yes. That's a real place. That's a real place. All right. Well, we're gonna have to touch on Amsterdam here in just a second. Yeah, we will. We'll get there. we're, 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 we'll, we're building up yeah, to that. We'll get there. We we, we went we we traveled across seas, but yeah, go
1: ahead. No big deal. We um so yeah, so that was kind of like what the um, whole hiring process was, and you got to think, man, it's a lot. It's right out of college. I'm moving, and I didn't know if I was going to get Kentucky. Obviously, I put Kentucky as my one, two, and three because I love it here. You yeah. Know? Um, it's gotta, a, wait, was it was it Lexington, Louisville, both? I didn't. They didn't ask for a specific city. They oh, just, just asked for Kentucky. a state. I said Kentucky, and I let them know. You know, um, I had a good, I had a good, um, I guess you want to say family friend or a friend that is a surgeon here. Um, You might've met him and um, he actually uses some of applied medical stuff and he actually wrote me a recommendation letter. There you go. So that was kind of like, that was probably the real reason um, that I got an opportunity to do it. So, and I'll kind of push for that. I said, well, I've got a lot of connections here. Which I do. We all do. Yeah. you know. Both
0: of our moms work together actually in hospitals and things in an, an
1: administration role.
0: Right. Yes. Yes. So there's, there's. We know quite a few people in the area in this type of field that Hurley's right. About.
1: Richard's dad, the guy we we're talking about earlier, yes. his dad is a phenomenal surgeon, and he's been doing it for a long time. Yes, like a long time. Shout, yeah, out. He's a GM. shout
0: out to shout out to Richard Ford, senior. Shout out to Big Rich. <laughs> yeah, Big and Rich. he uses our stuff. All right.
1: So I'm out there, just a little quick side story. I'm out there, and we have to give a presentation. The very last week, we have to give a big presentation on a certain procedure, and you didn't pick the procedure. They assigned it to you. So I could tell you some things, and you'd be like, yeah, okay, sure, man. But um, they gave us a procedure, and you have to give an in-depth presentation on who, what, when, why, what can our devices. I mean, this is your final graded presentation for your eight week, two month training this is course the thesis. This is the this main is, thing. This yeah. is like, hey man, you got to hit this one. You know, right. you're getting graded on this. Yeah. And so anyhow, I get a procedure called an LAVH, which is a laparoscopic assisted vaginal hysterectomy. Nice. So <laughs> to bring in Big Rich, right? Who's a, gynecologist. who's a gynecologist? Who does that? I was like, hey Rich man, can I can I call your dad and ask him a couple questions about this? And I called him and I said. Hey, big rich. Like, how's it going? You know, he's like, how's you? You know, I was like, I'm in California. I got a presentation to give tomorrow, or you know, a couple of days. I was like, I was wondering. I, I don't know if you do these any, but could you, um, could you maybe, uh, you know, just give me some advice and some tips? He said, um, what what procedure is it? And I said, it's a lavh. He goes, I do about. Seven to ten of those a week, and I said, "Hell yeah, perfect."
0: Just so everyone know, Big Rich—he's a—he actually is a, a big dude. He's probably what like six three. Yeah, he's—he's hes hes, like, he's, he's, he's yeah. over two hundred pounds. He's—he's a, he's a big fella, and he's also very dry. He's got very a, dry. He's got a very dry. I was expecting a chuckle, you're not just like, one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> how many? Uh, how many of those you? You? you uh, or what, what's, the, what's the procedure? And you're like, "Oh yeah, I do this." And okay, yeah, I do a lot of those. Uh, here's what you need to know, right? And dude,
1: I'll be honest. I knocked that presentation out the damn ballpark, okay, <laughs> and it, and it was strictly not necessarily because of what I was saying. I even incorporated in my presentation, so I got the opportunity to call a family friend of and who actually is a GYN. He goes, "My dude," and all I did, my presentation was basically just quotation marks of things that Big Rich said. Everybody was just. I mean, I sat down and one of my buddies that I met out there. Now I talk to him a lot. Now he's like, "Hey, man," he said. uh, I'd hate to go after you right now. You know, kind of a joke. <laughs> yeah. And he kind of looked at me, just shook his head. And I was like, dude, I, if I wouldn't have got that procedure, it would have never been a question. I mean, I might have been able to call someone else that we, friend of a friend, but. Knocked it out. Knocked it out, man. It, it, was, it was pretty cool. That's so perfect. shout out Big Rich. Thanks for saving my ass. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then after that, I ended up getting Kentucky. I was grateful. And I don't know if that's because Kentucky wasn't a high demand spot, but it <laughs> It was where I wanted to be. It was high demand for you. It was high demand for me. And um, so I got assigned Kentucky and then came back. This is fall of 2018. Right. That's when we moved out of the Wyatt. Right. Um, RIP and Peace. The,
0: the Wyatt is our apartment
1: complex. Yeah. It's called the Wyatt. It was, had like three different names yeah, too. It, but, it was, um, so anyways, I come back and um, I was in Louisville actually. So I was there for about six months. I didn't really want to be there. Um, I was kind of hell-bent on being back in Lexington. I love it here. I just want to be with friends. I just want to be with friends, family. Um, You know, it is home to me, not to sound like a super homebody, because I loved California, man. It's awesome, and I love to travel, and I can't wait to talk about our traveling experiences, because I love to travel. But I'm coming out of college, and maybe one day I will think about somewhere else, you know, to live, if, you know, the opportunity presents itself, and it's just right for me at the time. But I really wanted to be here. Yeah. It was where my friends were. I'm I'm going through the post-college growing pains, you know, and um, Louisville is not my favorite city in Kentucky. I don't think it's the worst, but I, it's just,
0: it didn't, you know, I like, I like stuff here. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got everything here. Well, so. it's the main thing. The main thing is like the friend group. You just, you, we have all of our friends here. We're still able to hang out with them. And I think, I think people can, uh, you know, whatever they can say, oh, you're a homebody or, oh, you haven't had a different variety of people. You're st- still hanging out with your hometown friends or whatever. But it's like, our friends are all in their own lane, doing their own thing, like living life, enjoying life, and we're just—we also happen to be close. You know what I'm saying? Like we—we've stayed close the entire time, but it's like everybody is still doing their own individual thing. Like anybody is free to to do uh, whatever they want, uh, but we've we've been lucky enough to to have our friends. For the most part, I'm the only one actually that's moved away. Yeah, um, what a what a F it up. <laughs> I know I really <laughs> I really <laughs> fucked that up. But but other than that, like our, our friend group has stayed closely intact and and I think that we should be very I know you're just as thankful and gracious for our friend group uh as oh, I dude, am because it's very rare actually. Life
1: saving, bro. I think it's it's something for me that's just been so just like crucial in who I am, mainly because I'm being checked in a in a reality standpoint from a lot of people that are close to me and I'm not saying that as in like they shape what I you know do and believe but in its way that they're, they're they're outlets you know what I mean they, they keep me on the correct path and I've always credited you know the the little success that I've had so far I've always credited to the guys that were around because I knew you guys were like a big bro to me you know I am the youngest one and I couldn't I couldn't live with you boys in Lexington if I didn't have my shit together. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do the fun things I wanted to do. I couldn't compete with you guys if I didn't have my shit together. Dude, if you would
0: have lived with a different group of people, I feel like some there Life could have be been some different. interesting turns in, the, in that freshman to sophomore right. year in college. Right. At BCTC. You know what I'm saying? Like... There was things that were going on and stuff. Like right. I think that if you would have stayed with with the a support different, group, if like. you would have stayed with a different group of people who didn't weren't like as ambitious and striving. Because and don't get me wrong, we still fucked around and dicked around. Of but course, but yeah. We still we wanted to to work hard and play hard. And there's some people, there's some groups of people that you could have got lumped into that could have changed the trajectory of your life based off you living just the the, the five people that you're around. Right. That, right. That becomes
1: who you are. And I know, like with my with my dad and my mom, I talked to them um, about this a lot too. It's something that I cannot credit enough to the group of guys we hang out with because all of them check me just like I would check them. Like we're, Hey man. And I don't, and I don't say this, you know, disrespectfully, but get your shit together. You know what I mean? It's kind of one of those things like it's, it's a standard in order to hang out with everybody in order to live that lifestyle with, you know, us, you can't, you can't be. I've gotten serious. can't be a fuck up. I've man. gotten serious with you before, right? You have. <laughs> i yeah. we all have. Like we've all had those moments where it's like, and and dude, like how appreciative I am for those, dude. Because, but that's true love, though, because dude, if you are going
0: down some some path, and I'm like, hey, dude, you're right. this is not gonna turn out this, good. For this is you. not good for like, you. Like I would have been a bad friend if I wouldn't have gotten hard right. on you and be like, hey no fucking let's let's right. get it together let's do this like, like grow up, get your shit together right. we and, got things to do and and it's like dude like that I like that like hey
1: we got things to do here yeah, like we're here to get things done right um and I think you know that that group of you know just friend group that we have it's kind of like especially come from me where I was younger it's like I'll be honest, I wanted to impress all you guys all the time because I'm younger, so I was always trying to at least you know kind of meet that standard yeah that you guys kind of Unspokenly carried, right, and that that was something that w- made me want to be like on my shit. I wanted to be successful. I wanted to have a. You got to keep up with the group. Yeah, like it's kind of like get with it or get lost. Yeah, and 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 that's why like my mom and my dad have always been like, you really lucked out
0: with the friend group you had, dude. Because that's, you know to bring it full circle, that's why. And and no disrespect to any of the the former members of the crew, but it's like this is why some of the people in the crew we just kind of parted ways. So right. It's not that they were like complete fuck ups or right. anything, but we just we had different intentions with. And our that's lives. okay, right? It totally is okay. okay. But but with our friend group and things, yeah, in in college, it was just like you aren't gonna hang because you're gonna bring us down. You know what I'm saying? Like as an entire group, right? And so it's just like no, we've got to we've got to keep our shit together, and, and we I, go, we can have fun, but we got to keep the end goal in mind, right? And I think that was something that like my parents have said, we
1: lucked out big time because I know like a lot of people we met in college, they would always be like, wait a minute, have you guys been friends like for a long time? Like, well, for about 10 years. Right. And they're like, and you guys still hang out this much now? Yeah. And there's like 10 plus of us. I mean, you know, even some girlfriends that we have, like, yeah. you know, from back home. And it, it's like, we're just a close group, you know, like actual girl, comma friends. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we, I, I just think, we really lucked out, man. That was something that I've always been so appreciative of, and I've credit any little bit of any little bit of success that I've had and been like thinking, man, during those years, man, if I didn't have my friend group, and that also goes with my mom and you know family too. You, like,
0: it also plays to your personality, where you're just you're very extroverted. You do love talking through your problems and like talking oh to yeah. other people. So it depends on who's right. on the other side, listening, giving you advice, right? That's why it could be like it, if it was. Uh, somebody who didn't give you such great advice or who didn't give a shit about right. what you did or didn't do. It's like that can, again, that could make things very different. And
1: I've always taken pride in a way that I feel like some people don't when it comes to asking for advice. Like, dude, I would love to know your opinion. You know what I mean? I would love to because if I'm dealing with something, I'm asking you your advice to help me, because whatever I'm doing, I'm trying to do the best. And I know it's like, well, dude, no shit, everybody is. But I really like focus on what is the best thing to do here. Oh yeah, what's the a most logical, don't do that, rational? What is going to advance me? I don't care if it's about a decision about going out. You know, and I and I'll be honest, I'm a little indecisive sometimes. I know we all are, but it's something that I've never like. Had too big of an ego to ask for advice. I've always been like, "Hey, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Like, tell me what you think. I may not use it, right? I may not use that advice,
0: but that's fine. That's still listening. That's but still taking." I've always it
1: wanted to know, and I think kind of full circle with the whole older people. I like that's why I like you know having yeah the older people around. Absolutely, but, um, absolutely. But yeah, so in a nutshell, with the whole. Um, job thing um yeah so I came back here finally got back to Lexington six months later and I've been here ever since right so right. I've been here about two years now yeah and yeah I love it and, I love and, it here and
0: yeah like I said it's been uh, Lexington is a very near and dear place to my heart as well I'm super stoked uh to be back here and just on the subject of friendship and and locations and things I think we'd be remiss if we did not touch on in 2017 whenever so the the friend that we were talking about earlier richard ford um he went to another college around here and for that college it wasn't like travel abroad or anything like that right it was something no, it, it was it just like was like a work program it was, it was, was like
1: americanized military base in yes Garmish
0: in Garmish, germany. germany um so our our good friend went over to Garmish, germany um in 2016 2017 ish um and he invited me and Hurley and Pritch, so the guy who's getting married next week, he asked all three of us uh, to, to come visit him in Germany and also for Amsterdam. So we were going to do Amsterdam for five days and then Germany for five days. And it was days. our last college spring break. Yes. That was, it was during spring break. Because gradu- you just graduated. I, it was my gap year. Yeah. Because, you just graduated. Yeah, I just graduated. In so you're 20, waiting on the December rotations. twenty-six, December 2016. I graduated with my dietetics yes. degree. And then after that, I had a gap year. And because in 2018, I started up my internship for to become a registered dietitian. But 2017 was like, hey, I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want. And it just right. so happened that Richard was in Germany. It was spring break for you guys. Spring break for me. Richard was, um, he was still figuring stuff. I think he, well, he was still. He's an engineer. Uh, I, think yes, he was still, I think he I was still know. in school.
1: I don't know if he was or not, but um, I just remember it was, our, it was my last spring break ever of college. I had gone to Daytona Beach, Panama, and I've done those ratchet-ass beach spring breaks. Absolutely fantastic. Everybody needs to do it at least once. It's such, <laughs> so fun. Yeah. But, I mean, even if you're out of college, just go back. They don't care, whatever. Um, <laughs> but I knew I wanted I was like, dude, this would be great because this is like the last, hoorah, last spring break, let's make it a trip to remember, and by God, it (laughs) it was a fucking trip to remember. Let's let's unpack that, Hurley. The Um, first thing that I think of when I think of Amsterdam is the fact that Richard...
0: Damn near screwed us over big time on the way home. Oh, we'll get there. Don't worry. We'll get we'll, there. We'll get there. That's but, the part. Just just please, if you do anything with this podcast, please listen to this story from beginning to end because I've wanted to tell this podcast. I've wanted to write a blog post on this podcast. I've wanted to have all four of us around and tell this story uh, about the podcast. And we're, we're going to miss bits and pieces of it. But yeah, the ending is... It was fucking terrible, but it was also something <laughs> I mean, that I will remember forever. I um, will never in my life forget it. But yeah, so to take it to the, the beginning, he, he wanted us to come out there to, to Amsterdam and Germany. And so we met in Amsterdam first, right? We stayed at a hostel, mm-hmm. me, the you. The Black Cat hostel? or the, No, the, thr- the, um, the Amigo. It was Three, called the Amigo. Yeah, the Amigo. Because there
1: was a black cat that was always walking around. And we were like, is that the Amigo? Holy shit, that, that cat's the amigo. He owns this hostel. Oh shit, cause it was didn't it
0: have like a cat on the sign? I think it that's something? what I'm saying.
1: That's why I thought it was called Black Cat. But I think there was actually just a black cat
0: walking around. But it was called the Amigo Hostel. I can't. First I, yeah. experience in a hostel. Hostel, yes. So mm-hmm. what a hostel is, if you don't know what it is, it's just like uh it's a very cozy couple bunk beds together with a bunch of random people. <laughs> and you're in the middle of Amsterdam and you're we're not from Amsterdam. You're, you're so. in a country you've never been in before. Pretty sketchy. Surrounded by it. people that you 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 don't um well, it's just It's not that the people were necessarily sketchy, but we perceive them as sketchy because we didn't speak the language. We weren't from there. We didn't even have the same currency, right? There was just so – and then we've never stayed in a hostel before. Um, And and so, yeah, hostels is like – it's like five bunk beds in one hotel room basically. And you put your, your bags and everything underneath the bed and then there's other people that you don't know. Also in the hostel with you that spoke different languages, <laughs> right? That you know, right? You, know, you don't know. You just don't know. They did whatever they, yeah. You, you don't. They could be there
1: for twenty four hours. They could be there the whole time. You just you don't. They know. can knife you in your sleep.
0: You don't know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you just don't. know And there, dude. I remember the bathroom of that fucking hostel was. I it's I like, literally like a crevice. You had to like slip in this it crevice. Was smaller than a porta potty. Yeah, like because whenever I tried to sit down. For number two, my knees would hit the door in front of me. Luckily, I knew how to squat properly because I could n- not allow my knees to travel forward much. I would sink more into my hips, a little bit more hip extension, and I was able to sit back and not. That's actually good form, man. You,
1: you should have you know, posted the video. I, it was of that. literally
0: like a box squat. That's yeah. what I, because if I went forward, I was going to run into the door. So I was sitting there on the toilet, and my knees. I'm not. I'm not super tall. I'm fucking five ten. I'm like very average height, and so my knees were I'm 5'10 hitting. And a half. Like hitting <laughs> my knees were like hitting the door in front of me so it was i'm pretty sure we showered under a rock <laughs> like you walked in
1: and you, there was like a rock with some with some water dripping <laughs> oh, off of it and it was like is this I don't a remember? shower? yeah
0: there was like one shower it's yeah just like there was a community one it was shower. it was also
1: a community shower you just share a lot of shit over there um, very anti um Covid, and scene here.
0: it is very anti-Covid. Looking back, but
1: it's also I think that might have been where it started. That
0: was the big. That was the biggest thing. Is that that was a, a shock to me? Is because I'm very Americanized, right? Right. We're, we're from we're the land of excess, and you a go, lot of excess. You go <laughs> over to Amsterdam, and they're like, "You need just this much space for this bathroom." So that's what we're going to give you. You don't need any more. You don't need any less. It's right, perfect as it is. And the same goes for like everything else. It's very, uh, um, uh, it, it's very uh, efficient. efficient. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just very, very efficient. efficient.
1: And I remember I was like, dude. I mean, if you gave me an apple right now, I mean, if I was starving, I would eat it. Over there, it looked like it looked like a damn filet mignon yeah. to me.
0: Yeah, like I was, didn't. dude. Apples, um, the stroop waffles, dude. We were just like, well, because we were starving because we were riding bikes everywhere, dude. Which was what we could move on to next because the bikes were. It was great, greatest experience. It hurt my ass like crazy
1: after my the first ass day. It <laughs> felt like I might have gone to prison for a day. <laughs>
0: here's the thing i hadn't ridden a bicycle in years until i went to amsterdam and also not only did we ride bikes for hours and hours every single day they were also not your traditional bikes that like i would have here in kentucky where they're one speed well the handles are straight across if i would get them here but in amsterdam they're like the city bikes right so you have to sit back a little bit well yeah you have to sit back and upright and then the handles are like coming towards you right they're not mm-hmm. like a straight bar across like a mountain bike or something right so i wasn't like that's a little bit different to maneuver than, mm-hmm. than the bikes there uh, bikes here in america
1: i like the um, one speed so i did I, it was great I, I, enjoyed them. I, I liked them more than we'll get to this in a minute when we biked in germany with the mountain bikes i'm not a big mountain guy or mountain bike guy because the tires man they're just so thick i like the thin tire single speed it's not like, just a lot easier to ride but i don't know if you know this but we, I think, and I, this is a weird number, but I'm pretty sure we rode 56 miles in three days on a bike in Amsterdam. I'm I not, say 60 just because I rounded I'm not surprised. 56 miles. I know because I had my Apple Watch.
0: Oh, there we go. Yeah, I and, know. And were <laughs> were we stoned out of our minds? Yes, of course we were.
1: I accidentally smoked <laughs> a wrong cigarette over in Amsterdam. About seventeen times.
0: Actually, this is all allegedly. right? All this allegedly. Is, this is all allegedly. Um,
1: so it's legal there. It, it's it's weird because I accidentally did it, and I just kept accidentally doing it over and over again. <laughs> we just, I just, just kept accidentally, we, accidentally yeah, I, going I, I, to you coffee shops. I think you would
0: learn something the first time, but we just, I just kept stumbling into coffee shops, and then they were just, you know, kind of. I happen. just forgot. But it was it. So you you combine all of
1: these different things, like you where, combine you combine the biking and the coffee shops, and what do you get? you lose Pritchard in the, the middle of fucking Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah. So we lost Pritchard and I will never we forget We lost this. a friend. We lost a friend, but he came back. But I'll never forget this. We are crossing the street, whatever, we're going to a different coffee shop. We always try to go to a different one and I would recommend that. Two things, bike, get a bike every day you're there and um, go to a different coffee shop every day. Yeah. Um, we are going to a different one across the street, whatever we're biking and like the tram and stuff is coming, you know, whatever, you got to wait. You know, so we, Pritchard kind of got left back a little bit. We bike up and get in this coffee shop. I thought he was coming up. We all did. So it's me, you, and Richard. We're waiting on Pritch. We don't see him. Well, Richard, you know, trying to be the responsible host, um, which you'll find out later he wasn't, that he was like, I got
0: to go find him. Like, you know, me and you kept saying, dude, he's fine. Any of us So or- so listen, Pritch Pritch is like our smartest friend. He's an yeah. engineer. He's he's the guy that we turn to like, "Hey, we need a logical, rational answer." If and I like- need something about math, oh yeah. Which makes sense. He's just like anything, and believe it or not, a lot of things in life have math and science (laughs)
1: involved. I'm going to ask this guy.
0: Yeah. Well, we. So he's just he's not a dumb dude. We know he can take care of himself. He's very self sufficient. And so he fell behind. And so me and me and Hurley were like, dude, we know Prince. He's fine. He's fine. But and all
1: four of us would have been. I mean, literally,
0: all four of us guys.
1: I would feel very confident in. Hey, man, we'll figure it out. What they'll do is he'll go to a place. He'll get Wi-Fi. He'll text us. Of course. Nobody hey, killed. we're an adult. We can figure it we'll out. Figure it out. We knew that this might have happened. Yes. We didn't bring Randy over there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He our, probably wouldn't have made it back. But <laughs> to our other friend. Anyways. Um we um so we, we lose Pritchard for a minute. Me and Matt are totally calm. We're just like, you know, he will be okay. Richard's we're like, are in. No, we're no. in the coffee shop. We're in the coffee shop. Right. We're like, no, no, no. Hanging
0: out with the British dude.
1: Hanging out with, you know, just a random guy, like, you know, random person. Yep. Just talking to him. Just shooting the shit. And we're like really calm. And Richard's like, no, man, I got to go find him. So he goes off. Well, me and you are like, well, let's just stay here yeah, and well, we're accidentally have... smoke these cigarettes. <laughs> we're going to chill. What I mean? We're going to chill with the British dude. Yeah. So we sat there, accidentally smoked a couple of the wrong cigarettes a couple times. And we get to talking to this British guy. And I remember this because it's election time it's election year yeah. so every piece of mail you're getting and all the litter out in the streets and everything in your damn tv is nothing but propaganda <laughs> yeah. remember what that guy said yeah, yeah he yeah. told us when we were there he was like no there's an election going on right now in amsterdam in amsterdam and we were like what he was like yeah there's an election going on right now. Yeah. And he said you wouldn't know because propaganda is not allowed.
0: Right. He just knew he knew that we were Americans, so he knew that we would see, like in our elections, there's always stuff everywhere. You see commercials. You, you can't, can't get enough of you it. You can't get away from it. Just talk and, shit about the other person for, as much as yeah, you can. Yes. That's really what you see. Yeah. And so, but this this guy was like, you would never know it. But there's actually uh and this was like an older, older British guy, probably, dude, he was probably like in his seventies, I'd say. He was an older dude, right. just chilling. He had a nice little coat on. He looked cozy as fuck. Had his had I'll his, be honest, like, I'm shocked you remember this had like his that. little coffee no and I cigarettes because i think i was right next to him but yeah he had his coffee and a well, cigarette already. he was sitting there talking to us very calmly just asking us about us and then he was also just talking about the election he was like yeah you'd never know it but there's an election going on right now and i just um, remember that
1: was like kind of the one
0: thing I mean, while rich while rich is looking for pritch we're all just like okay you
1: know like whatever and we're just kind of chilling and i believe um they ended up getting wi-fi and texting us and we ended up he was pritch went to go sit at some bar I was gonna say, and got drink like a, a beer. bunch of guinness yeah you because they make they is it heineken or is it i think it's heineken guinness is in germany okay so i had that wrong he went to this bar um heineken is you can go see the heineken distillery in amsterdam because right. it's there yes we didn't do that but it does it did look really cool right. we did do a lot of stuff but i would still recommend take a look
0: well, we, we found pritch and we he was drunk. He was he was hammered. And, and he was watching like, some
1: soccer. Dude, I'm fine. Well, that was what he wanted to be doing. Yeah, of course. If there was one thing he thought, like, what should I do? It's, you know. I think he, and he did it. Did he, didn't did he do it on purpose? Didn't I mean, he, just, well, he said, he said once he didn't see us, he was just like, you know what? I'm not going to sit here. Right. He's like, I'm just going to ride around. He ventured out. He kind of knew. We all knew. Rich, you know, he just wanted to make sure every, all of us were cool. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, that was it. And that was, you know, a funny part of Amsterdam too, but Another funny story is we had is when um, we went to McDonald's, ate some funky stuff, didn't really work out very well for me, didn't sit well on my stomach. We get on a oh, trail. Oh, oh. We on a trail. I was like
0: McDonald's. What do you do? Yeah, t- we, you went said to, we went to McDonald's.
1: Ate some funky um, ate stuff. Ate some funky stuff, nice. and um, my stomach is not the strongest right. out
0: there. You don't have an iron stomach. I do not have an iron
1: stomach, and... Um, We uh we're on the tram and I you know we're getting ready to go to the Van Gogh Art Museum.
0: We're about to get on the tram. We're
1: about to get on the tram. Right. And we are about to go to to the the Van Gogh Art Museum. Van Gogh Art Museum. Badass by the way. Which is great. Loved it. Didn't didn't you know the tram the tram. So we were about to get on the tram. We're waiting and um, I look over at Pritch and this is before we get on the tram. And I was like, hey bro. Um, I said a word for I said, you think it'd be a bad idea if I threw up right now? (laughs) And he looks at me and just starts busting out laughing. He was like, and just like kind of didn't say anything. He's like, I mean, and like, I didn't say nothing either. So I was like, okay, you know, I'm ahead.
0: But the tram was coming. Like I knew, because we knew that it was about to be there in like less than a minute. You can see it. And then Hurley breaks this out on us. He was like, yeah, I think I'm about to throw up. Like, would it be a good idea to throw up right now? We're like, please don't throw up. We're about to get on this tram. We need to get on. Wait till we get
1: off the tram. Well, well, so
0: what happens is that's
1: what we that's what we were saying. You guys were like, well, if you feel sick after, you know, wait till we get off the tram. Right, wait till you get off. yes. So I'm like, yeah. You know, in my head, I'm thinking, all right. Um, we get on the tram, and no, we're, you don't get on the tram. No, I yet. do. I do get on the tram because this, this is what happened. I get on the tram. So we get on, and we're like the first ones on. Oh, you're right. We were the first ones on. And I remember, I remember, th- I'm standing there, and. Rich and Pritch are talking about something, and you kind of haven't said anything yet. You're kind I've of been watching at, you. You were looking at me because you did not look good. No, didn't look good at all. And I typically always look really good, <laughs> just for <laughs> reference. And we're sitting there, and and I'm standing there. I'm just staring at the ground. Like I'm looking at my feet. I'm just staring, and um, and then Pritch and you look at me, He's like, "You all right, Hurley?" I don't say anything. I take one step and get off the tram as it's slowly moving. Yeah. The doors haven't fully closed. I mean, it's like barely, you can tell it's going you know, to start going. You jump off with me because I was like, well,
0: wait, wait. I was like, you cause, jump cause, off with cause, me because Richard and Pritch I think were sitting down or they right. were like over. They were further away from the right. exit than me. I was right by the door. I saw you. You shook your head inaudibly you didn't say anything <laughs> you shook your head you got off you you held up your fist to your to your mouth I threw up
1: my hand a little bit yeah and, and
0: then you walked off and I was like okay well we can't just leave him like I can't just leave him right all three of us go and then he's about to throw up right here so then I get off while the tram yeah is is basically moving and then so then we, me and you were general. I didn't know you
1: got off with I had no idea right. that you jumped off with me right so I'm sitting there bro I threw up my hand like on the tram <laughs> dude and then when I took one step out I yacked all over the just the main street. I am I'm like throwing up two or three times. Good, you know, good good spews. And I'm sitting there and I am just like, dude, yacking my guts up. And the funniest part about this shit is I start getting flocked on by all the Euro pigeons. <laughs> And these Euro pigeons are aggressive as shit. (laughs) Euro pigeons. And they are flocking down to my throw up, which is disgusting. But I mean, I feel like I don't know whether to be scared of the birds or what I ate. I I didn't know. And then I look up. You're standing there just like, you all right, bro? My eyes are like streaming water because I was throwing up that damn hard. And I look up. Not one damn person was paying attention to what I was doing. No, no. Literally no one gave two shits about me. Because
0: you were you were kind of like push over into the a side. A little bit, but, but it was still on the main it road. It was still area. pretty out
1: in the open. It wasn't like I had a you know perfect little hideout. I you mean were visible. It was, I was definitely visible. I wasn't in the middle of the road, but you know, it was visible. The Euro Pigeons found you. The Euro Pigeons. I thought we were coming to get me and take me away. <laughs> there f- was enough of them. They could have done if it. If they
0: would have attacked you while you were throwing up, that would have been hilarious.
1: I probably just had a, li- I mean, I couldn't see. I was throwing up so hard. And I don't know if anybody's ever experienced this, where you throw up so hard, your eyes start watering. Right. And you're like, oh fuck, you know, I've got contacts and I'm just sitting here like one on it, trying to figure out one, where the hell I'm at? I didn't know you were with, I didn't know you ended up jumping off with me too at first. Euro pigeons are attacking and, I'm just thinking, dude, people are gonna look at me. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. But side note, thank God I got off that tram.
0: Yes. If I would have thrown up, if you would up tram, on the tram, it would have been a mess. Yeah. Literally and figuratively. Like it just would have, it would have not been good.
1: I mean, what would I have
0: done? We would- I would have felt like shit. I'd have sit down and been like, who the hell would do this? We're gonna ha- <laughs> we would have had to just get off. What are we gonna do? We don't we don't even speak the language. We would have nope. just got off and someone don't. else would have had to deal with it. And like at least. You the, you the Euro pigeons. Took you threw yeah. The Euro pigeons started. Eating. They would have been able to take care of it on the tram. I'm sorry, but they, they started eating his throw up. They did. They attacked. Oh, as I said, I Fucking thought
1: they were attacking me. Disgust. But they were attacking my throw up. Which they're welcome. I yeah. didn't realize that they were hungry. So
0: now they're a little bit. Now more, that I, they're I'm more Americanized. Like their, I'm kind
1: of like their papa bird. They're. they're I'm kind of like their pigeon. You know pigeon. what? That's kind of what happened. That's exactly how birds do it. Wow, I'm kind of a Euro papa all pigeon. Right. That, that's. Um, that but sense. if you recall, um, right after that. You're like, you're all right. You want to go home. How do you feel? You know, you want to go back and lay down, whatever. I was like, dude, I'm good to go, man. Let's just go get some uh, water and accidentally go to a coffee shop again or something like that. <laughs> yeah, so no, I
0: did that. You said you felt great. Act- oh, after I felt after fantastic. You th- after you threw up, you're like, no, actually, I'm good. I was like, I just need to, like some water and mouthwash, right, like right, some gum some, some and stuff. just to kind of refresh. Just get everything Keep out, going. And then you're like, actually, I feel way better.
1: Right. I'm like, I feel like we're all like this big, just keep going, kind of Which guy. you've
0: all, even whenever you drink a right. lot or whatever, you're like, I think I need to throw up. Right. And then you I'm feel better afterwards. It's
1: just like, dude, don't, don't stop the party. <laughs> yeah. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> let's so just keep this tram just going. Let's keep it going. Literally, <laughs> let's keep the tram going. So we end up going there and we go to the Van Gogh Art Museum. It was a blast. You know, It was a great time dude, hanging the, out in the park area where everybody's like laying out, picnicking outside the Van Gogh Museum. There's a like huge field. Doing like rainbows with soccer ball at the age of like five. Like yeah, no one, course. Everybody's just goaded at of soccer course. over cool there. haircuts. Dude, handsome. everybody's way cool. Like six you know packs. You, just <laughs> literally <laughs> you know. just Euro.
0: Just really Everybody cool. Everybody is in shape. Yeah. Everybody
1: is fit. And it's just like, dude, you know this is a really cool place. Yeah,
0: but there was just... Yeah, it's this big, vast open field. And just imagine, like, it's just mostly green, right? And then you have the Amsterdam buildings, which look cool. They're, like, brick and colorful. And they're all surrounding us. And then there's also a basketball court, just, like, a street basketball game going on with a a, a bunch of people, actually. There's, like, a tournament thing going on. And then you have this big open field where people are having picnics. You have little kids running around. You have people playing soccer. um, And then uh, there's this big, beautiful, like, piece of art, like... Like the structure. I don't Dude, remember what it was. Beautiful where land. it started like whistling. They had. It was like it was shaped in the way that whenever it was windy, it would make this cool little sound. And if you sat in it, it kind of hummed around you. And so, after visiting coffee shops, feeling good, accidentally smoking things, being in an area like that. Is pretty. uh, It's pretty cool. You you feel a bunch of different sensations, and it's very. uh, I felt very
1: light. You you feel a bunch of different sensations. It's kind of one of those things. Like, don't be wrong. I mean. It's not a relaxing trip, so don't go over there trying to just sit there. Go over there ready to explore.
0: Well, I think I think you can do both. But you like, can. For us, when are we like,
1: dude? We're in the problem of our life. You know when we, what I mean? Like,
0: Richard, we, we, Richard, kind of treated it as if like it was my mom planning our beach trip, where we have like an agenda and right. a daily regimen. Like, hey, we need to wake up early. We need to go. Well, do this. let's just be
1: clear. That guy never knew where the hell we were going. No, but he, he always, never did.
0: He he never knew where we were going, but he always wanted to be doing something. Right, and, and I he, love that he pushed us to right. do that even whenever we did really-
1: if you remember we didn't want to get bikes we wanted to me chill. and you pritchard was like yeah i'll get a bike and me and you were kind of like bro there is thousands of bikes by the uh by grand central is that what I'm saying? yeah grand, grand central yeah and there is a thousands of bikes down there and it's like pretty intimidating
0: it is intimidating you don't know what the hell you're there's doing. hella.
1: there's hella traffic except it's in bikes dude and these people they'll run your ass over they don't i mean they're not rude but they're doing their thing it's a, i mean for example yeah. i'm sure you can realize this very new Yorkish. Yeah, it's New York. Everybody's on, got something to but do, but it's bikes, right? <laughs> right. Which, like I yeah. said, I think at dinner last night, New York was New Amsterdam, right? Right. Right. And then yes. they changed to yes. New York sure. back in the day. So yeah. I mean, they're very, very similar. Yeah. In that, in that, like the the way life works there, absolutely, it's very similar. Absolutely. It looks like because I mean, I visited New York a couple times, and that was the reason why I liked it so much is because it reminded me. It of is that's Amsterdam. true.
0: That's true. Instead of yeah, people walking around, yeah, you just have you have bikes, so there's less cars, more bikes, and we just. We, we weren't as on board, but then Richard told us, no, we need to. And he also pushed us to go to a bunch of different places. And looking back, I'm super glad that we did because we covered a lot of ground. Uh, and we got to visit a bunch of different places. And so 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 after so the Van, G- Van Gogh Museum, we were in that big field and we went to the Van Gogh Museum. And which was just, inc- do you remember the big, uh, the big self-portrait he had that was all the way across the wall? Do you remember that shit? Yes. Like it was just it was his face and it was a big it was just it was so long. And it was just an entire wall of the dude is good at art. He's pretty good at what he did. Yeah. The ear thing was a little crazy, but
1: hey, you know what? He's an artist. He gets the free pass. I don't even I don't even look at art. You get the But cra- I know who Van Gogh is. You get the crazy pass whenever you're an artist. He it's cut just, off his ear because he knew most artists. Mean mm-hmm. you'd be sitting down here talking about this guy simply because Dude, you're not
0: a great artist unless you do something fucking crazy yeah. like that. Cut uh, your other ear off. But yeah, no, doesn't matter. As long as he could paint, he's good. Right. To go. Uh but yeah, so so after the Van Gogh Museum, then after that, what what was what what's what's something that we did after In that?
1: Amsterdam? I was actually about to ask you what your favorite part of Amsterdam was, but I mean, biking took up such a huge chunk of it. My least favorite part of Amsterdam was getting on a 15-hour fucking bus ride. Oh man, dude, I do remember that to go to Germany. That was to then take an hour train from Munich to Garmisch, all because this is where this is where the trip gets real interesting. And I appreciate this. Richard was trying to save us some money. Oh, but wait. it would have been like fifty dollars more a person just to get a flight. Oh, right. And it would have taken two hours. Right. First, we have to go through Germany, the, the Germany trip, and then yes. we got to get to well. The that's ending. A, well, so that's how we got to Germany. Oh, right, right. That's okay, how we I got see to what Germany. you're saying. So I see we're what you're we're saying. going
0: to Germany now. We're going from Amsterdam to Germany, and yes, because Richard Biden was the majority of Amsterdam. Richard was like, "Hey, let me save you three dollars," and but you're gonna have to travel <laughs> like sixteen hours. Hey, let me on save a, you two bucks on a crammed bus with a bunch of other people, very was, minimal food, and not a lot of places to go to the bathroom.
1: That was where the term "I'm fucking livid." Oh yeah! because we're sitting there yeah it's richard up front i think pritch is with with him and you're sitting back there with me Dude. and he can tell on my face i am just pissed because i didn't realize what we signed up for because yeah. i just let richard do it we didn't sign up for that we didn't sign up for that i actually signed up to not do that and i would have spent a great deal more to not have to do that. But you know what? Hey, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Whatever the price was, I would quadruple it. He quadrupled it. I would have done it. So then what we do is um he looks back, he goes, hey, Hurley. He's like, how mad are you right now? <laughs> and I, I looked at him and I said, fucking livid. <laughs> yeah. And then he starts dying laughing. I'm sitting, I was, And I went, fuck you, bro. You know, like that. Just kind of kidding. The people around us did not know that me and Richard were kidding. And oh. I just remember them looking at me. Oh my God, I remember And that. they looked at me like I was the most disrespectful human on Earth.
0: Yes, and they already... You know that a lot of... Uh, I, I- this is me just generalizing, but I feel like a lot of people over there definitely already saw Americans, and we had a few run-ins with people who were just like on the tram. They were they were just to like, touch about that real quick. There's so much there's so much progressive going on in America, telling people like they're you know getting on to other people for saying hey get out of our country, get back from where you came from. Right, that definitely happened. Americans to Americans us definitely us have in Amsterdam. the the
1: dickhead stigmatism, like right. Oh, they think they own
0: everything. These obnoxious Americans, or these obnoxious right. Americans, which it definitely happens often. Oh, of course. However, but it it's just like, yeah, because they, do you
1: remember real quick? Pritchard getting into it, he, he almost got in a, a fight with some older because this on the train guy on the train was like, We were being pretty loud, we were drunk. I think it was right after we found Pritchard, yes, and we were going to go out somewhere. And this is in Amsterdam, and this we were kind of being loud. And you know, I'm sure it wasn't you know pleasant, but you know, that's just like anywhere you go out to eat, you've always got that group that's loud. Is it probably majority of the time us? Absolutely, it is. <laughs> and I apologize for that, but we're having a good time. Dude, we're early 20s in a different country, we're still early 20s, yeah. <laughs> well, not really, but yeah. yeah, we're still 20s, but um, so it's kind of like. They we were we were being loud, and the guy said, "He said you guys uh, should get off at this next one." And we're like, "Oh, you know, Pritchard sees Pritchard's a little he's well, he, he overshot a little bit like we did. So he was he, a little um, he was a little drunk. He was a little drunk, and Pritchard um was he's like, "Oh, what's the next exit?" And the guy goes, "The zoo." Yeah, he goes, "You guys should go there. It's where you all belong," or something like that. And I'll be honest, I think the guy was kind of joking. Yeah, but. We didn't feel that he was joking, and was, Pritchard looked at him, and he was like, what the hell is that supposed to mean? And I remember I was like, dude, if we... If it was we,
0: also so, this dude, I remember the dude was kind of just like, he was by himself. He was probably like 50s, you know what I'm saying? Right. Probably 50s, and he was just by himself, just kind of leaning back, and then he like, wanted to make that kind of snarky comment, right. and it wasn't jokey enough to where Pritchard was like, okay, this dude's definitely joking.
1: I didn't really care, because he probably had a good point. Oh I yeah. Definitely but, probably should have been but, in a zoo. But it's
0: so stupid for him to because right. like we were four dudes. We could have fucked him dude, up. Dude, we were four
1: dudes in our 20s. <laughs> and it's like, bro, we're in the prom shape of our life. And right American. Now. And like, like we don't care. From like, Kentucky. We don't care. We're bro. gonna like, step to you, my friend. <laughs> right. That's I don't care like, uh, how old, And
0: Pritch was about to dude. We,
1: Pritchard was not having it. Oh, And also, real side note. So, anyways, we you know kind of squashed it, move on, whatever. We let it go. Like, no, no, Remember no, no, when Richard um almost got beat up by like 10, 15 year olds? Because he was trying to take a picture of them. Oh he was my trying to take God. A picture of this. They have like a um. So if you ever play, if you ever been in a basketball league where they put down the mats and you're dribbling on like plastic grids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, not yeah. hardwood. It's not carpet. It's not cement. It's like plastic grids over right. top of it, and you know, like they all link together. Um, so that's kind of what they were playing in, like this big cage, and it was a soccer, um, soccer little like a court, yeah, basically, not yeah. like a field. It was like a court, right? And Richard was like, bro, look how look how sick this is. He goes over to take a picture. Bro, they all stop. Yeah. I'm not kidding, bro. They all stop. Look at us. Stop their game. Come outside of the soccer court cage. It's in a cage. So they had a dude, It, they it, was, had their it was the weirdest shit I've ever seen. It was I, cause Honestly, it, fuck it, those kids. And it happened Seriously, it
0: happened so fast. I was so just so like, fast. It I was in like, like,
1: like sixty. 20, like 60, 80 seconds. Bro. I was like, "What is going on?" Are I was, they and we had shit? just got done biking like twenty-two miles
0: that day, dude. And then how old do you think they were? Probably. Well, had to be everybody like twelve. I think. I think maybe like fifteen. I, I think, think like thirteen to fifteen. Right. Maybe. I don't know. And these the little kids playing soccer, and then they just yeah they come in the mass of like an entire group. They come out of the cage, and then Richard, I guess, was taking a picture, and then they start just talking shit to. They start talking shit They're to the They're like, Richard. No, no, no,
1: no, no, no pictures, no pictures. And he was like, no, nah, man, like, I'm not taking a picture of you. I'm taking a picture of the court. He said, no, nah, I don't care. He grabs Richard's sunglasses oh, yeah. off his face. And that's when I, like, me and you were kind of lagging behind because, I mean, you got to think your name's You're biking around. Like, we're just trying to catch up with everybody. And we, we kind of come up to this happening, like, because I'm, I'm seeing it from a distance you know, whatever. They're like all swarm, whatever. And then I started doing something. And I remember, like, Richard kind of shoved the kid, like, a little bit, not too hard, because it was kind of one of those things we also had to remember. Hey, we're not in America. Dude, If we fought these and there's kids in America,
0: fifteen-year-olds, right? There yeah. was there was tons of them. There was tons of them, and it would have been. It just would have been a mess. It because me I would have that, that. just
1: so reminds me of that uh, family episode where they start, talk a podcast, and they're like, when they start a podcast at the clam,
0: and he's like, how would you kill 100 hundred fourth graders? You know what I'm saying? People are going to love that who have listened to this podcast because I've answered that question so many times. He said, i am probably back up in a stall and just take them on -on one-on-one. I got one of my past clients put that on her client application. She said, it actually kind of scares me how much joy it brings me whenever you talk about beating up fourth graders. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because you know you can absolutely kick their ass. And And that's how we felt. I mean, I literally was looking at these kids like,
1: bro, I mean, I'm not even, I'm never the biggest guy in the room, but it's still like. I would kick
0: these kids' ass, bro. Like, yeah, of and course, it wouldn't even be... It would be of easy. Of course, but also, we're going to go to jail in a different country. And that's
1: what Richard said. I mean, it was one of those things if it I happened like, over no, no, here... no, 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 We're not would be, doing you'd this. You would have, have been throwing hands we're not. We're not doing absolute this. Absolute sight. Well... No cap, as the kids these, say.
0: The, <laughs> it, it was just... It was insane, and I was like, "No, let's get, we're we're wrapping this up, whatever." let right, so we kind dis- we
1: dismissed it just like we did the tram thing. But yes. Those are a little two side stories for Amsterdam that we um, for- kind of forgot. I'm glad we stumbled into those, right? So, and it kind of goes back to the whole um, people of when they looked at me and were like, "Because I kept I was talking so much shit to Richard for putting us on a fifteen-hour bus ride with my knees on my chest, basically." Yeah, yeah, and. Um, I remember these, these people are like looking at me like I had just disrespected Richard to no return. And Richard is dying laughing at how <laughs> mad I am. Yeah. So, anyways, we end up getting to Germany. Um, that was a little bit different because Germany, it's kind of like going in a weird way, in a very, very diluted comparison. Nothing is equivalent, but it's kind of a weird way of saying, Amsterdam kind of had the New York vibe. Germany kind of had the Kentucky vibe in regards to space. Oh well, it's a city
0: to like a country. Well, because we also went to Garmisch. We didn't go. to... We didn't go like Munich. We didn't go to Berlin. Like there, right? Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, that's right. That's a good point. We didn't go to. We went to a military base where Richard was stationed at. Right, like he he was stationed at literally an actual military base where whenever we got there we had to show our passports. They had literal machine guns that greeted us. Right, they were soldiers that greeted us, and then. what's it called? Yeah. So, so then we had to, we got in and it was just kind of, yeah, it was more, there was mountains around, there was, there was woods around. A lot more space. It was a smaller city. It, yeah. It was like a lot more space. It was
1: yes. like, you just, not everything was on top of each other. Right. Like, and I'm not saying they weren't efficient, but it just, there, you saw more cars there. Yeah. Like, you know, things like that. There was, was still the tram it, it was or the more whatever. spaced out. And but yeah, like you had, so it was a, it was a good switch up and I'm really glad we did the two because we hiked. Mount Cromer, yes, that was like the that's like the big thing that happened in Germany. That's was like one of the first few things there was a we big didn't mountain. ski or anything big we're mountain. on a ski resort, it's an Americanized ski resort mm-hmm. and um which was nice, right that was nice. everybody there spoke English it was you know it was that was that was cool because and I'm not saying that we expect them to, but it's just kind of nice, makes it a lot easier when you're talking the same language which well,
0: is more comfortable
1: too yeah right you're just, And you're, you're able it was like I said Americanized it just communicate was, easier it was easier Easier.
0: Easier. Easier. Easier.
1: Um, yes. And it was, um, they Wait. had normal, like, um, it just was a lot more homish. Right, yeah, of bit. course. But anyways, we're in the Alps, basically, and we never skied in the ski resort. We thought about it, but I don't, none of us really were crazy about it. Um, we ended up biking a lot, not as not near as much as we did in Amsterdam, um, but we did. Well, I think the first thing we did was do the hike with me, you, Richard, Pritch and Richard's roommate and friend and one of our friends, Dyke. Right.
0: Um. And Brayden. Wait, no, Brayden, no, Brayden didn't go did not go on the hike. No, okay. No. Dyke right. was so the it was, one. yeah, it was all of us, because Richard Richard was there with other friends uh, from, so his college is Center College in Kentucky, um, and he had some friends also that went to Germany with him, and so they already had this whole life and everything, and they're our age, and so we kind of, me, me Hurley, and Pritch, whenever we came there, it was cool, because they welcomed us with, with open arms. Yeah, I mean, they went to
1: school here in Kentucky. We so. had Richard
0: as and in. so they were very they played football Richard played right, football right. so it was just it was our kind of dudes right um, and then we, we all got along together and then we were like yeah no let's go hike Mount Cromer and, mm. and that's kind of the, the it was one hey, of the really this. cool things that it we was did. an
1: eight and a half hour hike because I did this on my Apple watch I don't have it like I can't I don't have it say from back then but um, I remember it specifically because it's definitely the longest hike that I will probably ever do oh, um, for sure it was a uh, eight and a half hour hike and a 15 mile we started
0: we start it's whenever you started out there was uh you know well it was it was hot there was gravel there was grass there was dirt everything like that and then the higher you go it gets colder and also there's freaking snow on the ground
1: we started on dirt and grass like you said and a
0: big path we started a big path like to walk on
1: on in snow i remember one of our friends from back home um malik he commented on in the picture and he said bro is there really like snow up top and not on the bottom like that? <laughs> yeah. I do not know they did that, and it's yeah. funny because you see pictures of that, but I've never seen it either, like like that. Yeah. So it was something that when he commented, I thought it was. I was like, yeah, dude, it it took me by surprise too. No, and 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 also it was a tough hike. What bro. even
0: took me more by surprise was how little of walking space you have whenever you get up high, yes. and it's like. Hey, you have you, have you, you went from you went from several feet of space to walk and then now you right. have maybe like 3 feet to mm-hmm. scoot by and it's also icy and snowy and there is no guardrail. There's nothing right. to hold you from falling off this mountain and killing yourself. Right. And but the it was it was so much fun and the views were incredible and right. that's when we drank from the the holy fountain of water up there dude
1: it was like so halfway <laughs> up best water ever dude ha-
0: dude best water i've
1: ever had if you're looking for some good water fly not drive a bus fly into <laughs> Garmisch, germany and go on this <laughs> yeah, hike go to mount cromer go to mount cromer in your spare time and in your spare time and get some of this water oh and it was just water that was coming off the mountain off the um like a little like a little crevice like a little rock little yeah, yeah, little yeah adorable waterfall yeah and we're sitting there and i just remember man i could not drink enough of that water it
0: was like a little mountain creek it was it, was it was very pure and it was very cold dude it, was, it the was the coldest and most pure water you know what it was it was bobby boucher's water <laughs> from, from, it was the fountain
1: of youth dude bro. he pulled i up. actually i actually gained more years Of my life from drinking that water. uh, You can't convince me otherwise. Because that shit... You could feel, I mean, I know you're like, dude, guys, it's water on a rock. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah.
0: And I get that. But also you have to remember we're hiking and we're very tired. And then you get we might have there.
1: accidentally smoked the wrong cigarette again. Yes, I don't, I can't exactly. remember. There's a know. little
0: bit of lots of accidents. in our mouth. And then yes. we, we have this fountain and we're like, or this, this Creek water basically. Um, except it was very pure and we have that. And then we, we chilled. We got to drink some of this water. We got to eat some apples. Which was also amazing. We ate some apples. We had uh, uh, we had the creek water, and then we also got to stare out into the the vast field, basically. There was tons of trees, there was tons of other mountains. Uh and then so we, we climbed all the way up to almost the top of Mount Cromer. And we got right, we, didn't,
1: we didn't hit the um the summit or or Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, what were you I guess you'd say? I the think it's peak? the summit. Yeah, you summit or, it. Right. I think yeah. that's we out, s- we summit that's the less than the right, peak. Right. We didn't get the peak. We were in the snow and that was pretty that was you know pretty good enough Well, because
0: you have if to get to the top there is no there's no like straight trail right you just have to are walking in you are first of all you've already
1: hiked all the way up there so you're already exhausted hiking is deceivingly exhausting you're like dude i'm just walking well i'm just walking dude yeah i remember like we we were walking the first like 20 minutes i was like uh this shit kinda
0: sucks, you know what I mean? Oh, I remember. I because I was I was getting pissed. I was like, dude, I will turn around because this shit because it was well, it was just all uphill. Was, yeah. And I was like, dude, I I feel like I'm in pretty good shape and I cannot handle this for Oh, we're all we
1: were for, all in
0: for crazy. 4 hours, you know what I'm saying or 8 hours or whatever the hell. I was like no way. I I can't. There's there's not a chance in hell I'm going to be able to do this. Uh, but then so yeah, we got to the top. We actually found there was one dude up there. It was it was close to the very top. There was nobody else up there with us except for this one other <laughs> random guy. Oh, I am so happy you brought that up. Who this there's this random guy who was able to Take, uh, take our picture of all of us up on that mountain. Um, there was this little, there's a little cabin area. It was just kind of a rest area, basically. And and that dude was up there. He was he, a South Park character. He really. He did. had like
1: those. Um, I don't know if anybody. It's like the um, uh, like the or the glasses that Michael Jordan used to wear. Those like science like the science lenses like the circular that just fit
0: your eyeball yeah barely they were and like, he was like oh, his shit, face. Was something
1: funny <laughs> and he was like you know like trying to take our picture and dude he literally looked just like a south park character and that shit was that. That was like kind of like the scene. We're like, all right, let's get the hell well because
0: we now. we were just like, hey, take our picture and everything, and that was fine. He didn't say anything. He's like, oh yeah, sure. Like everything was normal. And then he took the picture of us smiling, and then he was like, not oh, do something fun. Like the and we, lenses
1: and the specs and he had on like, fit his eyeballs, and his eyeballs only think they were the custom fit. I was like, hey, bro, we're
0: not like a couple of thirteen-year-old girls looking for a candid photo. Right? We just like, take a bro. We pick. just want to take the bro pic. We're all smiling and stuff. But then we, he said that, and, and you, you know, know Richard, got a picture of. We Boston out laughing. I had that picture. Yeah, yeah, it was was, pretty great. That
1: was a great one. Um, But one of the things I remember too is funny because when we accidentally smoked the um, wrong cigarette up there, I remember I looked over and I said, do you think we should do this here? Like, do you think we should um, maybe like relocate? And I don't know if it was you or Prince. You only said, someone said, what do you think they are going to do, bro? walk four miles down there and be like, they're up there smoking. <laughs> yeah. And then walk another four hours back up yeah. the mountain to come get us. No, and I just remember dying laughing thinking, what the hell is anybody going to do? Yes. You know what I mean? No, like, not a chance. Because it's not as, um, it, definitely not as acceptable there well, at legal. all compared legal. to um, Amsterdam. It wasn't legal. So, um, it's but, yeah, no, there,
0: there's that dude up there, and then the rest of the right. mountain is ours, basically. <laughs> there's guys <laughs> yeah. up there. You guys go get them. <laughs> He's smoking pot. It would be insane. It would be insane,
1: dude. But yeah, so that's, and then that, that was a great kinda, time. That was a great day in Germany. That was obviously one of the better things I remember. And then, um, with uh, after that, one of, the, one of my favorite memories is Pritchard wiping. Ass oh. on the bike, bro. We have a bro. video.
0: He has a video, or you have a video. I have a video. You have a video. Of I it. wish you know. This is whenever I wish it could be like Joe Rogan style. Right, I we could, could put it up on quick, the screen dude. and show you. But one we, day, it literally day. we were all biking on this little gravel road, basically, and Pritch had his phone out and he was filming the 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 mountains and stuff in the background, and then Richard. Was kind of to his back left of him. He was kind of like eight o'clock basically. And then Richard was like, Hey dude, get me, get me. He saw Pritch recording and Pritch's were riding our bikes, right? And Pritch was recording and then he turns over to Richard and Richard's like, Get me, get me. And Pritch shows Richard for maybe two seconds. And then whenever he turns back forward, he just, he does something where he just completely wipes out. Right. He falls off his bike right dude, and he starts it, when it cussing up a storm he dude starts he hit it hard because he scraped himself pretty, pretty bad. bad yeah pretty, he hit it hard i mean it could have been hands. worse he didn't
1: break anything thank god but yeah um he wiped out he could, pretty dude, that hard shit was, that shit was i mean i heard
0: it yeah
1: and i was like dude it was like you just kind of because me and you were your teeth
0: me and you were up front and, and i, I was like did, did, i was like did he just wreck and we turn around and yeah, he Dude, definitely bike relaxed. was like in the air shit. And so we turned, we turned back around, went back, and then Pritch was he was bleeding and everything, but he was like he was like run it off, run it run off, it off. Dude, he just The kept... thing you do whenever you get in pain, you just start running. And for out of no all, reason.
1: out of all the friends I have, like he's definitely one of the more athletic ones. I mean, Pritch oh, is yeah. pretty good at you know most things. Would've, I would and been it's just like to... you would have never and like Ramy Randy, one of yeah. our good friends we've mentioned a couple of times, always gives him so much shit about it. He's always like, oh yeah, you know, because. Pritch always giving Ramy some shit. He's like, "Oh yeah, bro. At least I don't know how to ride a bike." You, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> I would bet on Pritch last to wipe. So, I oh, really, seriously. But I he would... was taking a video, and then something happened, and then I don't, I don't even know still to this day what happened. But right. he wiped out heavily. Right. And the video of it is phenomenal. And if you're listening to this, you want to see that video, I will happily send it to you. If you just send me a DM, and I'll show you. Yeah, he wouldn't know. Uh, he would not care. Oh, he no, you got you some He wouldn't care. He doesn't know these people fucking listening. You don't know. You don't know. He didn't give two shits. Um. So that was kind of
1: that was all. Another highlight of Germany. That was wonderful. And, dude, another one, the beer fest we went to. Oh, yeah. To. Yeah. Well, that was really was it, funny. Was
0: it called Oktoberfest or anything? No,
1: that, that was that's the big one in Munich. We went to um I, I don't know what it was called. It was. it was like an Amish beer. Yeah. Um, just went to Stark Beer. Fest. Yeah. Stark Beer Fest. Okay, that's, that's what, what was. it was. Yeah. That's what it was um so i don't know if you've told your listeners and followers this but matt hates beer I, hates it
0: uh yeah i, I probably said it. it i probably said it, oh no i do i'm saying i if i've told them before probably in a drunk cast or something that right I don't like not
1: beer. not a big beer guy i don't like okay, beer. you know whatever he's not i mean you know it's okay <laughs> but you did drink one of them yeah i did so, and then that one guy kept i remember because me and preach talking about this the other day this one guy kept getting in matt's face like dude no you need to drink the beer and matt was like I don't care what you're saying, oh, I'm not drinking the he, fucking beer. he got
0: very aggressive. like, that's he what he very guys agree- do. He you was know? drunk, he was aggressive, he was just getting in my face and he was just not like <laughs> not like, s- Not like me, that bad. But he bro. was just, he was trying to get me, and and like I said, I grew up with an older brother who had f- friends who tried to peer pressure no, me. Right. I do not give into peer no, pressure. No, if, not at all. going not to, at all. You're going to have to force me to right. drink that beer. Literally. He was like, oh, whatever, call me a pussy or call me whatever, like, you're a you're not a man. I was like, hey dude, I don't care what you say to me right now, I am not drinking this beer so you might as well just back up right i was like it's just it was so but no that's funny i do i see i always forget these little bits and pieces so, and that's why i'm glad we have this conversation because then it pops back into my mind I'm like right yes, i do and i just
1: remember that. you like smiling you're like no i'm just yeah. not I was like, hey, do hey, it. Hey, i'm sorry i'm not gonna do that, <laughs> dude and that beer was like heavy bro like they like fasted on that shit bro like you could it was you, like syrup dude yeah it was <laughs> uh, not the best beer i'll be honest i love beer it's very love dark it. beer like L- dark drink, lager like and I'm not a big craft beer guy but any domestic beer doesn't matter yeah. like I I can drink cold beer doesn't matter sure. and um <laughs> dude I hated that shit it was terrible dude but we had big but beers I could But it. we it's like a, it was literally a um the thing that was so crazy about the beer fest is when you see um, videos or you think of a beer fest, it is literally people like slamming the table, dancing, getting up on top. I mean, it is later rowdy. They're in later hosen, right? Richard
0: Woodhead, yeah. Do not know I what later hosen is? Look it up right now. L e d e r h o s e n I've had to spell it quite a few I was, times. I was I was
1: looking at I, you can't see I was looking at you like what the <laughs> hell? i guy it. Is, hey, this guy's a spelling
0: bee champion. I've had to spell it quite a few times. So okay. I just to tell people cuz I was like, how do I spell this? How right. do I look it up cuz I wanted right. to show people. But yeah, so It's a bit ridiculous, it's this but very it's very cool. weird overalls with like um, yeah, then you have on weird shirts and stuff. But yeah, there's everybody in those, they're dancing, they're drinking beer, there's pretzels. I mean, they're slamming the table the most. I mean, it is like a what you would stereotype
1: a, a German beer festival.
0: Dude, it was like a big cafeteria, basically you with got tons the big, long of tables, big long tables, wooden long tables. Just people dressed up, drinking beer, having pretzels, Very not COVID friendly. Uh, not, but, but it would be. It would just. It was a great time. It was yeah. so. Fun. It was
1: fantastic. It was so. And fun. one of the funnier parts about this story is Pritch and I get into an argument this night. Oh man! And we'll I touch on this briefly. Him. And this is this is Tom Matt. Could have absolutely ripped my head off. And the funniest part about this shit is we're uh, we're getting ready to leave. We're getting on. So this is in Munich, which is an hour away from where we're staying in Garmisch. Right. You just hop on the train. So you want to get absolutely shit-faced? Go for it. You can. You're not driving. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. You're all going to ride back to the train? Boom. You're there. That's it. As long as you get on the train at the correct time. As long as you get on the train at the correct time, which we'll touch that on that later. But... We are about to miss the train, this one. I think we're about to miss this train. And I am, I'm hammered. I'm two sheets to the wind. I don't know. I have never understand that phrase, but that's what I am. Sounds good. And um, Pritchard and I are going to the bathroom like, hey, man, let's go take a piss real quick before we get on this hour, you know, train. All right, cool. That's cool. That's cool. Well, we, we're walking down the steps and this guy in front of us has a cul-de-sac. For those that don't know, that's, you know, the hair style of a cul-de-sac. I was hoping you were telling him what this is for. Right. Yeah. So this, this is where it goes down to. And You're mainly, just balding. He's fucking balding. Like the, dude's bal- the dude was balding. He, he just had a cul-de-sac. If you could draw a cul-de-sac. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's like a U. It's like a U. And um, so this guy and, I, and I, we were pretty hammered and I wasn't trying to be rude. He didn't hear me. And I was like, Yo, was Pritch, I was like, I was like y- you think I'll get one of those? And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, you think I'll have a cul de sac? When you're older. Thinking that, you know, yeah, oh, yeah, when I was older, you know. Yeah, right. right. I'm luckily really blessed with, you know, a lot of hair still. So, (laughs) but he, he like looked at me and he was like, he's like, nah, man, you'll be fine. I was like, all right, cool. Thanks, bro. So we're sitting there, you know, we're in our stall, you know, in our urinals or whatever, like separated, you know, or taking a piss. And all of a sudden he goes, well, does your dad have a lot of hair? And he knows my dad. And I said, He's bald, Pritch. And he looks at me and he's like, bro, you're probably going to have a (laughs) cul-de-sac. And I'm like hammered. So like, I'm like, nah, you know, whatever. This dude, Pritch, and I just kept going back and forth about this. And then I am I'm proceeding to drink more as this is going on. And then there's that security guard who's like, you're not allowed to step
0: over oh this my red line. Oh could God.
1: He could have beat my ass with one arm behind his
0: back. And hey, guess what you don't tell Hurley, who's drunk <laughs> as fuck and stubborn, to not do? It's step over the line. Because then Hurley's like, step, 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 so step. So I started, step. and I ain't
1: gonna lie, I was being a little bitch, but I was stepping over the line like, like I was trying to do. Like, it kind of reminded me of uh, just like, you know, I don't know if people who've seen The Wolf of Wall Street, like Jonah Hill his character where he just like does dumb shit to irritate people it was just yes. like it was like one of those like like attitude I wasn't like trying to be like I wasn't trying to you're be you are being a little, petty uh, yeah I wasn't trying to be a little bitch about it but you're I kind of was you are being petty and, and I thought it was funny like I was trying to like be funny about it this guy did right. not think it was funny so I've got that going on Matt's like bro let's get the fuck on like we gotta go we're gonna miss it I'm like bro I'm not riding this train with Pritch bro I'm not gonna have no fucking cul-de-sac <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hurley, Hurley took it personal that Pritch said this to him, but Hurley was the one asking the questions, and then Pritch was just giving the logical answer, like, "Hey, your dad's got no hair, right. so there's a good chance genetically right. that you're probably gonna have a call to say. Right. And I was like, not having it. I was I Hurley thought wonder. you would have just punched. Him yeah, in the I, face. I
1: thought, I thought he, you know, literally just slapped me across the face <laughs> and walked away. So I was like, dude, no, I'm not. And <laughs> Hurley's just and, and just so everybody that's listening, you know that. That, that wants to know. I don't have a cul-de-sac, no. and if You've got I a do, great head of hair. if I do, Pritchard's going to be the first son of a bitch to know about it. <laughs> I'm going to call him and say, you know what, I owe you an apology, but until then, I'm not apologizing because I I wanna, be like,
0: this is your fault.
1: I want to prove <laughs> to him that he was wrong, but I'm going to let Tom do that because hey, I might be wrong. I don't know. I could Curly's do already one. on
0: hair treatment. After, <laughs> yeah. after that trip, he came home. He said, I'm "Oh, sorry.
1: dude, I didn't right have it." Happened, I was like. Oh, okay, I'm starting today. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna get really ready <laughs> because for men? you Let's know why? You know I'm not losing my hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's but your no. goal in life? No, to not lose hair. No, I get so it. so that was a a little funny hiccup. Yeah, that was in amazing. the whole beer festival. Story, I was so
0: pissed because we were about to miss our train and Hurley was being this bitch. I was being to, a bitch. He was just. Pouting about this cul-de-sac in the future that Pritch had said. And that was just like, he was like, no, I'm not going anywhere to The Pritch is. I was like, dude, we have to go. If we don't go, we're gonna miss it and we're gonna have to stay here overnight or something. Like we're gonna be screwed. Not,
1: not one of my um <laughs> one of my better moments, but oh, you know what? It's it was a true story, and I wanted people to know that because yeah. that that shit was kind of funny looking back on it now no, that it I dope. that me and him were bickering about it. But so that was that was kind of it for Germany. Yeah. That was our last um, hoorah. Yeah, we got to, we got to, let's send this bitch home. So let's, you know, let's send this bitch home. And um, I want to try to not get too into the details over it because, you know, it's like the, oh, doesn't matter. Yeah. But I do want to make sure it's told very well. Oh, no, we've got to tell. So what happened is, and the best way I can put this was, you know, we have our departure date. We get on the same tram that we were going to Munich for the beer fest. So it's an hour long. And then from there, we take um, about two, Two other trams, trains, whatever. I honestly don't hell the difference. Locomotive. So, right. Okay. Sure. <laughs> One of those. We're on it, and we're supposed to go um, back to Amsterdam. Right. That is where we flew into because mm-hmm. we had a, um, a, li- a link. What do, they, what do they call them? A... Um, I'm drawing a blank here doesn't matter. We had a cross or uh, another flight we had to get onto um, a connecting flight. connecting flight. flight. Uh, oh, link. okay. <laughs> got okay. It. Got we it. had a we had a connecting flight in in Iceland on the way there and on the way back. Same flight, everything. Wow, Air love it. Yeah. Um, anyways, not in business anymore. Right. Wow, we just got ripped off. Actually, but, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but so anyways, we. Um, we're thinking, okay, that's cool, that's not bad, way better than on a bus ride for 14 hours, yes. you know, like I said, you know, yeah. cooped up shoulder to shoulder. Right. So we're like, all right, no big deal. Well, we go to get on it, and you know, we're kind of saying our goodbyes, you know, telling Richard, like, whatever, thanks, see you later. And um, we, uh, we get on this tram at Garmisch to go to Munich. Well, we're on the way there, and Pritchard has the itinerary, the travel plans, and which flight or which train we need to get on, and things like that. Which and we're, we're
0: winding down. We're like, oh man, it was such a great trip. Like it's down. cool. It's
1: it's, it's and this is a key part of the story. We're like, here. oh, it's
0: cool. We're gonna. We're it's gonna, in the
1: evening. It is in the evening. It's not in the morning, and that's. A, I think that's something I should start off by saying. It is in is the evening. We get on the tram at like five p.m. Right. Because we're right. thinking, okay, let's just find a way that we can sleep the whole way, so that way you don't have to worry about right. it. Or we can get some rest. So mind you, it's getting dark outside. I felt like I was doing a Navy SEAL mission, and I'm not saying that to be uh, dramatic. But when you look at all the circumstances, well, dude, you got to lead them too. Yeah, I felt like that's what we you got you know, to lead them into. Yeah. So, and we get um, we're, on this, we're on this train to go back to uh, Munich, and on the way there, Pritchard is looking at the itinerary, and he was like, "Dude, I don't think this is right." And we were like, "What? You know, what are you remember Pritchard's our
0: smart friend. Right? He was the one whenever and, he says." this doesn't look right mm-hmm. red flags go off in my head i'm like oh shit whatever i'm about to hear because i know pritch what before saying that pritch in his head has checked and rechecked and maybe even rechecked a third time mm-hmm. before he said hey i think something's wrong
1: right and, and i was like what what does that mean like what do you mean something's wrong and he was just like well he just kept looking at it like you know like you're looking at something trying to figure something out. he's like dude i don't i don't think we're on the right train And I was like, what do you mean? This is the one to Munich. It says it right here because it says it above in the banners, you know, above us. And I was like, that's the right, this is the right train. He says, no, bro, if this itinerary is right, we're 24 hours behind. Yeah,
0: we should have left yesterday.
1: And I said, what do you mean? And then at that point, it all clicked when we all looked at it, that we literally, Richard, so where it was at nighttime, he
0: was thinking that it was the day before we were a day behind. Dude, it's because in Europe, they switched the dates. The days and the months, they switched those around. And so what it was is that like it got all messed up and Richard read the date wrong or, or something like that? Is that what it was? Was, he like, was, it the, was it the time or was it, it was something like, I think it was the dates got switched up and Richard didn't realize it. And we ended up getting on the train a day later right. than so we should have. So basically when you look at the
1: times, it's kind of easy to confuse because mind you, like I said, we're going through the night. So it's something that you think, oh, okay, you forget when you look at times, okay, after 12 a.m., the date changes. Yeah. So Richard wasn't accounting for that. Okay. And right when Pritchard said, we're
0: on the wrong train. Hey, and the train is moving. The Let train me, is moving. This we're is not a, just like this hanging This is a very important out. detail. Yes. The
1: train is on its way. That's why I said, we're, you can see that we're headed to Munich because that's where it's at. Right. So anyhow, we're, we're sitting there and we realize it
0: and, it. and that was like the heart drop feeling. Oh, we're like, oh my God. Because Because that screws up it doesn't only screw up the train ride, it screws up every subsequent ride as well. all the connecting rides that we had yes. to get to Amsterdam. yes, all those are off
1: all those are off. To
0: reach our ride home in time where it's everything's fucked right and now it's time to panic
1: because right now it's time to go, holy shit, what are we what do we do? Yes, and this isn't a what do we do like you know, I got a couple parties I want to go to. Which one should, what do I do? No, this is you're in a foreign country with no direction. You don't speak the same language. In Germany, that was one thing. I know I said that it was Americanized in the military base, that ski resort that Richard worked at. But if you went outside of Germany, no one spoke English. Outside of the
0: base is Germany. That's what
1: I'm sorry. Not outside of Germany. Sorry. I meant outside outside of the ski resort. Yeah. No one spoke English. Right. People more so did in Amsterdam. That's a big, that's a big attraction. Right, right. That's actually probably one of the bigger ones. So that's kind of common. So we're on this train and that's when it all
0: starts to kick in.
1: What the hell are we going to do?
0: Well, we just immediately had to, Richard. Well, we well, immediately, well, we called and scolded Richard and told him what the hell just happened. Oh, I still, I still ask for it. But, this but first, but first we had to be like, okay, so now we have to figure out what's our, escape route because we have to now the, the the tickets that we have are not valid right and so we have the train that we're on we don't have tickets for so how did we and now that i think about this how uh, did we even get on the first one well we got on the i know train. i know what you're about to say too uh, yes I, I know
1: i know what you are about well, we'll get how there. did we get on that one the first one that went from um Garmisch to munich because shouldn't that have been a part of the ticket that's you know what i'm saying that's whenever uh because we didn't buy didn't new Didn't the person on
0: the on that train say something to us or something like, "Hey, I think that these are," I,
1: Richard figured it out, and then he we we asked them. Um, but in in like the overall you know um, perspective of what was happening at the time, we are sitting there, and it was the heart drop feeling, and I just remember thinking, I went into checkout mode instantly bro i was zero help during this whole thing because well, you just got pissed i got pissed i was you know and i've been known to do that you know and i've tried to get better at something i try to do is kind of you know um you know kind of delay that a little bit but yeah man um i was pretty pissed well then we I checked just, out we
0: turned to pritch
1: and we we're like we okay so hey we did, dude you're and smart here's the thing. figure this out we had 45 minutes 30 45 minutes left to get to munich before we could then figure out what to do right so we're riding there and the rest of 30 minutes we're like well, I mean, I'm just sitting there with a shit-eating grin on my face like, oh, we're fucked.
0: Well, then the lady comes. So the person who's who's doing the tickets and stuff, then then she comes and then we tell her basically the situation and kind of – I think we go through the itinerary and stuff and she still told us like – Hey, yeah, you're going to have to buy new tickets for everything, but you can still somewhat follow along the same path somewhat. I think some of the trains were okay, but what you need to do is whenever you get off the train, then you need to go to the information center or whatever for, right. I don't know what the actual term is, and then tell them your situation and be like, hey, what's the next best route that we can take? But still that train ride wasn't paid for. And so, right. I was the one who got the right. Nice. So you
1: ate the chart. We haven't really got there yet, but like, kind of a little bit, you know, because all the details aren't super relevant. Basically, we went there and didn't know what to do, and just like flights, this it's not the same train pattern every day, right? So there wasn't. So right. what we had to do is instead of going from A to B, or I'm yeah. sorry, instead of going from like A to D straight, you know, yeah, the yeah, straight yeah. line, we were going A B C. Like, I mean, it was just, like, all over the place. Yes, yeah, there, well, there was
0: multiple different connecting trains and, that we had and to it locate.
1: Was, it was like trying to figure out a fucking puzzle oh, was, in a foreign country Yeah, with language we don't know.
0: Yeah, because the, the names and stuff of shit, just imagine it just being in a different language and, and just like, okay, we're going to have to... Of course, we can match it up, but it's still just not as familiar. It just doesn't seem as familiar. Right, so it's... It,
1: it's already kind of like a scary feeling anyways. It's more so just like, damn it, dude, this is the biggest inconvenience ever. Yeah. But so what we do is we're, we have to coordinate this. And it is, we, I think the second train ended up being okay. I think that was the same. The first two might have been the same. And that is when Matt ate the charge for us. And basically the attendant came up and was like, yeah, this isn't the right you know, I don't know. Oh, okay. Something wasn't right. And she was like, in order to ride this train to where you're wanting to go to get to your next train. And then the next one to the Amsterdam flight, you will need to pay whatever. And it was like 500. Yeah. I was say it was like 500. Bucks. It was, yeah, For it was sure. Like, it was over. I said, I,
0: well, because as soon as she, I said, I don't care what it is. Let, let's do it. We'll figure it out later. You said,
1: I don't care. We'll figure we it out later. We have shit to do.
0: I've got the money on my card. Let's figure it let's out. Let's go. Let's go.
1: Let's go. And I think all of us were kind of in that same thing, but you just spoke up first and you're like, I don't care. Whatever. I was like, I run care. my card. We got things. Whatever to it is, just figure it just and just do it. it. Yeah. So that was when we start to, um, we kind of start moving. You know, what I mean, we kind of think we're in a good spot. Another big hiccup that comes up. We don't know. We end up at this train station. We and it's like midnight. It's about one, two a.m. It's just this whenever it's super rainy outside. Super rainy. Yeah, it's awesome. Super rainy. Now it, it rained for a while, but it gets super rainy and. I fall asleep on the floor. It's an outside train station. Oh, yeah. So we haven't. I know what you're talking about. So we'll get oh, to that. That was the next. Stop. Dude, there's so many different. And it, and I remember. And just for um, a reference for those who are hopefully still listening to this excruciating <laughs> story, I remember when I told my mom when I got back, she started crying because she was just like what the hell have you done in the, the last 24 we hours? Through, yeah. What is, what is, what happened? I mean, cause I came home looking like I just, you know, whatever. Well, yeah. So you but, were
0: sleeping on the floor. So we're at the this train, train station.
1: station and when we're there, it's outside yeah. and there is people coming from a concert. They got out of a concert and they, and I'm not trying to be I'm trying to be like this, it was a rock concert. It wasn't a Christian rock concert. I'll tell you that. It wasn't <laughs> yeah. a Christian gospel. Yeah. It was, you know, some Three Doors Down, some punk rock shit, which, like, hey, I like that stuff. That's cool. They were raging. Or, or it was like Marilyn Manson type dude, shit. Dude, yes. Because there were some that's even better. weird fucking weird motherfuckers came out coming there. Out. I mean, I was thinking, dude, they're all hammered. We are three American sore thumbs sticking out out oh yeah we like were. We, we had no idea so i'm like all right we got to find somewhere to sit and get away from all this so we go over there and we're sitting we got like an hour or two for our next train well i fall asleep on the cement and this is outside like I mind you yeah. it's cold as shit yeah it's raining it's dark not good it's 1 32 a.m we're still I fall asleep uncertain Uncertain of where the hell we are. We can't even go in any place because you're closed. Worried, yeah. Everything. And I fall asleep and I go to stand up because you guys wake me up like, hurry, the train's here, the train's here. We got to go, we got to go. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's how you all woke me up. So I was like, oh, shit. So I wake up and where I slept on the floor, my left leg was 100% numb. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, I, I go to take do. one step. Yeah. Bro, I've never felt so just like paralyzed. Like I literally took one step and my ankle. Like I, I I couldn't put any pressure on because I couldn't feel it. Right, right. It was so cold and right. numb. And I smacked yes. the ground. And I it was mean, loud. Like loud. It echoed. As hard as Pritch hit the ground off that bike, that's yes. what I felt like. I mean, Grant, well, I wasn't Hurley, moving as well. Early
0: also had his luggage like on his Which bag. was like three times me. His bag. He had his bag over his shoulder, then he fell, and then it smacked on dude, the Dude,
1: I smacked the ground. And I'm I'm one on it because I'm trying to wake up. Yeah. I don't know where I'm at. Yeah. I forget. I fell sick. I don't know. Yeah. And I just what woke me up is how hard you and Pritch were laughing. We were laughing. I that, mean, that hysterically. did bring us some joy. I mean, I tried to take one step and dude, I hit that ground so damn hard, bro. I felt the cold on yeah. my cheek. Yeah. That's how hard it was. And that shit hurt. I thought I broke my ankle Oh, I remember. I remember. Because you got to think, if you step on your foot with no support, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to go limp. You and I, just I, I thought I snapped it, yeah. it. I thought I snapped it. Anyways, moving on. We get on the next train, whatever. We run across a group of random people that are also trying to get to Amsterdam. And they don't know what they're doing either. I don't know if you remember. It was like a dad. I don't know if it was like oh, his I do, daughter but it, or sister. This or was after,
0: that. though. This was
1: after that. Because after that, we had went to... Okay, so I don't know if people are listening to watch Spongebob, but Rock Bottom, remember? That random, yes. spooky, yeah, like, of course. zero place. So after that, when I woke up and hit the, hit the, you know, face plant or whatever, and we start coming back, the next stop or connecting train, it's the last one, I believe.
0: But what about the one that stopped and started going the other direction? Yes, Right.
1: This is one that we literally get on this because that wasn't train. the
0: very last one. That's the, true. That's true. I think it was the one before. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Because
1: there was a few, and honestly, it's hard to remember which
0: all the ones happened. People but, fall in this like I have no idea what the fuck's going on. Right. <laughs> don't worry because we didn't either. We didn't either. So we don't we're know, trying I mean, to we're trying to create chaos here as well. Right. Because it was it was pure it was chaos. chaos. One of
1: the situations that I feel like I can say I've been in that I was literally like, "What the hell are we going to do?" Yeah. So we get on this train on the next one, and we don't know where we're going. Whatever. It starts going forward, and we're thinking, "Fine." It stops. Oh, out dude, of nowhere. we've got
0: we've got to play it up better than that because we were we were on this train. We were just got through all of that other shit that we had just got done. We're like, okay, great, we're on the right train. It's right. warm. We've been cold. We're sitting right. in the seats. You know, I think it's actually starting to become morning now. The mm-hmm. sun's yeah, starting you can start to come to see up a little bit. A little and bit. then so the 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 train starts going in a certain direction. We're like, all right, we're on the right place. We're we're where we need to be. We started to get a little bit of relief, and then. The train goes forward for a little bit and we're, we're, we're feeling good. And then it starts to slow down and there's this entire time there's somebody <laughs> over the intercom I mean, it, speaking it, German or speaking or speaking a different language. It's like a fucking comedy movie. It was literally. It, it's literally everything that could go wrong went wrong. It's the train stops. It started. Spe- well, it starts going Well, he we starts speaking backwards. a different language and we look around we're like, what's he saying? What's we don't know. Cause it hasn't stopped yet, we but have he's no idea. talking and we're like, what's going Like, what's he saying? Should we worry about what he's saying? And then the train comes to a stop of the direction that we're supposed to be going and we're like okay and he's still talking and then it starts going the other direction the other back direction where we can. doesn't allow us to get off. No, 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 the doors never doesn't give opened. you the opportunity. No, 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 no. It was Just, like okay, we're stopping here and now we're going the other direction. And I that remember is thinking when what the fuck is going on. Right. <laughs>
1: At that point, I just thought we're going to be stuck here for at least a couple more days. I, if
0: any hope that I mm. had left at that moment was crushed, I was. I like, think at
1: that point, I kind of started laughing, like it, that cynical laugh. laugh. You're, like, You're just what, like, "What is our life? Is this what a is, joke? Yeah, is this a fucking joke?" And then, so and after we haven't slept at all. The only time I slept was on that cold ass pavement. It was like for an hour. Yeah. That was it. No one slept. Yes. Like no, then, I was the only one. And
0: then after that, what happened
1: after So that first? was when we were at this weird place. I don't remember this one specifically because it reminded me of Rock Bottom from Spongebob. I don't know if you know, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. that. But it was dark, it was it was getting lighter, but it was still dark. The rain had picked up to maximum pour speed. Yeah. And it was cold as shit. We're with another group, and we couldn't figure out which side of the train track to get on. And it's a pretty big train track, so it wasn't like you had time to hop over. Right.
0: There's one platform that we're on, and then across the street, basically, right. across the railroad tracks is there's another, another platform. So we don't know
1: and we're like, okay, which one's going
0: which way. We don't know which Where's direction. Where's the train going to come from, and
1: which way is it going to go? Right. We just got off one that literally went one direction, stopped, went backwards. Right. So at this point... I think we just waited at that train station and try to catch the next one because we didn't well, know. Well,
0: Pritch told. I think Pritch was like, "No, I think we're on the right one." Right.
1: And if Pritch is like, "Hey, we're on the right one," I mean, we're I was here. taking anybody's word for it because I'll I'm never like, forget. This right. was like this is the peak time where we're standing there. We don't know which side to get on. We've walked back and forth. We're with a random group of like three other people that were trying to go yeah. to Amsterdam. They weren't from America. Yeah. They were from over there. And I remember it's pouring the rain. Everybody huddles in the little bus station to not rain. Yeah. And I just remember I have this big ass bag, fifty plus pounds of luggage, and I'm. Ch- choosing to stand in the fucking rain and just <laughs> yeah. let it just... Yeah. Dr- I was just like, I don't care. There's no hope. I think I saw like a tumbleweed literally go drowning, down. Literally drowning in the star There rooms. was nothing around us. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was rock bottom from, right. you know... It really was. I mean, nothing. You would have thought... This is a scary movie. This is a comedy. It's a mix of, I don't know what the hell, what is going on. Yeah. Total utter chaos. And then after that, the train comes. We get on the right train, and the people that were with us helped us a little bit, because they were trying to do the same thing. So they had a little bit of knowledge, and they were like, yes. They spoke a little bit of English, I believe. I think a little bit. I can't remember, because like I said, again, fellas, I checked out instantly. I was like, you know what? No. We've got Matt, who has got Spongebob attitude and outlook on things. I had things. the optimism. He has got the optimism. Pritchard's got the, you know, um, brains for it. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not adding much to the table, but you know what <laughs> yeah. I did do? What I did do is I drove there and back to Baltimore because that's where we flew out that of That was helpful, yeah. So that was helpful. I did, I did do something, but right. um, anyways, we finally finally get to Amsterdam and I just remember getting on that last and final train. We didn't really know if it was going to go to Amsterdam but the people we were with were like, no, this is the right one and Pritchard's like, no, I'm I'm sure it's the right one. But even then, we were kind of like... Dude, but do you remember when we ran to the train, the
0: last train? Right. That was when... That okay yeah so we we ran, we ran with the group of people sprinted sprinted cuz they were like that. this train's about to leave in a minute and we right. were on one train we needed to get on another train the right. last piece of this entire puzzle and our flight left to in ensure, an hour and a half to ensure that we made it on that plane at the right time we had to make it on this train and so it, it said something came over the intercom we saw a sign something right. or the people told us they were like hey yeah that one's about right. to leave So we just booked it, sprinted. I remember like 40 times sprinted as fast as possible. And I remember the feeling still to this day whenever we got into that last train and I knew it was taking us where we needed to be. It started, the sun, it was now morning time. The sun was out a little bit. We ran into that and then we made it probably with 10 seconds, 15 seconds to spare on that train. And then finally- You brought up actually a couple of things that I
1: chose to like- like removed from the memory because i was like dude like you said yes that was a crucial part of the story too we actually did we had to run and sprint to that train yeah to make it that was the finish and that run. was
0: when we were just like
1: we're gonna make it just in time we to could get on the finally
0: flight. take a real breath we were gonna make it just and in time anything, to get to the airport. as long as that train didn't go the other direction mm-hmm. we were gonna be okay right uh and yeah i do i do remember like on that final train, how relieved I was and like that's whenever the kind of like maniacal laugh of just like this is going to be a story for the ages. I mean, tru-
1: truly utter chaos. I mean, yeah. you got to think. Like I said, I know I've said it a couple times, but you, you're in a foreign country. People aren't speaking English. It's through the night, so you can't sleep. So imagine your mental state. Yeah, your just overall well being never good if you don't sleep. And we're running on lack of food. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't have anything like that. We we're anxious. We it's uncertain. pouring the rain.
0: We don't know what's going I on. I mean, either? it's literally just utter chaos. Well, and we also you have the the clock ticking down because we no gotta get what, our flight. We have to get this flight. to the flight. Yes. Have so to. you've got like this. Like I said, it's like a
1: military like we were sent like a military mission to get you know what i'm saying obviously nothing we do compared to military but you know what i mean yeah it just felt like that much pressure was like dude you have to figure it out right either that i mean i'll be honest i kind of checked out i mean not to be like this but i was i was getting ready to make the call to my mom there's gonna be a lot of charges on the card (laughs) um, but you know what we'll figure that out later right now is my safety and we ended up getting on the flight and i just remember I never wanted to talk to Richard again, and it wasn't even his fault. It really wasn't, but it was just funny because he sent me some soccer jersey, like "Hey man, sorry about that." No, dude, it's okay.
0: Yeah, no, it was that was that was literally that trip. uh, Yeah, from start to finish, I will never ever forget it.
1: That trip was, um, and I guess in a nutshell, like what I would say about it is, go do it, go (laughs) do it, and I'm and now that we are that nothing severely happened that crazy-ass ending to the story and the trip just kind of made it that much better. Oh, because we
0: talk about it all the we time. talk about it all the time. I mean, it's, yeah. life,
1: it's, you know, it's life memories. And I remember, you know, we got back in Baltimore. I, I volunteered to uh, drive because I didn't really do much for the whole um, bringing value to getting us to the airport in Amsterdam. <laughs> right. So I drove, and I remember I was like, you know, it's like a, what, six, seven-hour drive. Man. I was like hallucinating on the last little bit. It really was. We got back home 3 m the next day, and we had to deal with a six-hour six time change. Dude,
0: the best sleep of my life.
1: I think... I didn't I think it was like a couple days and then I got the best oh no I because was out I um I was out. my body was still adjusting to the time I mean I was slept don't get me wrong but yeah I remember like it was like a couple days later I was like holy shit I just slept like 13 hours you yeah, know yeah, what I mean like was, it was, so it was something that was um, necessary in regards to that but yeah man that's that's our uh we should uh that's our Europe story that's that's the Amsterdam Germany story and I would recommend it to anybody and talking about it obviously makes me want to go back and with everything going on this year with like the whole COVID and whatnot I mean it's kind of like everybody's kind of you know how do we feel about traveling I don't want I don't to go somewhere and get stuck because i was supposed to go to miami the first weekend that covid happened in march right and i am so glad i chose not to because i still could have gone yeah i'm so glad i chose not to because people were stuck at that airport for days yeah. dude yeah. and i was like hey me and that stuff don't mix very right. well i'm not super optimistic when inconvenience so yeah it's kind of like no i get it i still here but no, yeah, was a, mean, it was a great back.
0: trip. I would definitely do it again in a heartbeat. I right. really would. It Dude, was,
1: it was it was the shit. We'll
0: have to. <sighs> I like to go somewhere else too. You know, eventually, but we will. Um, I think we will. I think we'll figure it out again at some point whenever COVID lifts. Because uh, we we've we've talked we talk about it all the time. But then right. COVID hits, and obviously we can't. Um, but later on. We will do it, but I think I think uh, we're coming up on the two hour mark. And I, think I was one. I was about to ask you that. That's one way. It's to- all right because we've got E step outside
1: knocking on our door, waiting for me to let him in. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, he's
0: that's he was texting me. Oh, we have a <laughs> we have a friend here that's been waiting to get in. Oh, dude, he could have came in. Well, it, I told uh, him
1: I was. I don't know if it would you know mess it up, but and I just made him
0: sit outside in the that's rain. It's okay. Pretty hilarious. Actually. <laughs> that sums up our friendship. But that's a nice little boat in this you. podcast. <laughs> Um, but uh, we got to go get some good food and some good drinks. Yeah, now it's time for dinner, and uh, we're gonna hang out. Thanks for, the for rest having of me night. on, though. I appreciate it. My hey. first podcast. I hey. hope your uh, listeners liked it. This. Round two was much better than last I was, night.
1: I was going to say, <laughs> right when we got off of here, I can already assure you that this one was way better than the one last night. And I do want to hear the one last night personally. Well, and I want to hear
0: I can sit. <laughs> that'll be the behind the scenes that only me. That and was either. a go. Hey, we, it was fun. We can have access to it. It was and fun. To it, but yeah, no, this one was much better. So, you right. guys, you're welcome. Um, but that is it. Uh, real quick, where can they find you on Instagram? On Instagram, it is at A underscore Hurley. Thirteen. There it is, and uh, I'll put that in the description. But as of now, Hurley, thank you so much for doing it. Thanks for being my best friend, and let's go, let's go have some drinks. Let's do it. And that is that, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than Fitness podcast. And please, if you could help me out a little bit here, and leave a rate and review in iTunes, and also. Take a screenshot and post it up on your IG story. Tag me at McCloud 6 I'd love to share it. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast and also so that we can share the word with other people. I would love to build up this community, build up this tribe of people that we have, like you and I, uh, and get the word out there. Uh, Also, if you want more free content, you can check the links in the description. I have my free four-week workout plan, The Ultimate Physique Development. And also, if you want to work with me online, one-on-one for personal coaching, you can check the link in the description as well. Uh, and anything else you need, please send me an email, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for listening.